It is hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips file. This one for Monday. That's Monday, October 1st in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff. Whatever your stuff might happen to be. News, current events, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. And of course, we'll find so many other things to discuss this afternoon. Why? Well, we always do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. Check out our website. Uh, send us a text on anything at any time. That's Real Mobile 77031. We'll look at that, read it, try to understand it, might use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031. But on the phone's long distance, toll free, 1-888-978-1041. For those of you in the Metro, 407 916 one zero four one. Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. Yes, sir. We work off that. Jack is with us. Yep. Pinkman is here as well Hello. later in the program, right after the news with Mo at about four oh two, probably. Bonus round of closest to the pin. Your opportunity, someone's opportunity to win good fortune for the rest of their life or bad luck for twenty four hours. Followed by Jack's audio file. Uh, Wanzi and Doug should be coming in for Monday movie review today. We'll move closest to the pin, the regular round somewhere. We'll get that in. We'll cram that in someplace. Mm-hmm. Stephen Kramer, attorney of law, comes in at 6. And then we've got some PPT to uh, round things out at the end of the program before we hand it over to Tom and Dan. Plenty of things going on. Didn't I Ooh. tell you that Kavanaugh hearing was the I, best damn stuff uh, on TV? You did. It's the best show on TV, and there's a lot of good stuff on TV. But man, that Senate hearing on Friday, holy mackerel. I'm waiting for it to come on Netflix. It's pretty damn good stuff. And it's not over with yet by, uh, I still stand by my observation. I just think he was, uh, I I think he was just one of those guys that drank so much he blacked out. He can't remember anything. What? Well, I, you know. He says no. He just fell asleep. Well, whatever it was. I can't remember any dates or this and that. I think he's one of those guys, and we've all known him, whether they're mean drunks or blackout drunks, and they just, uh, this was a big part of his uh, high school life and uh, early college years, you know, we would drink to excess. We've all known people like this, and if you told him, hey, you remember, said, no, I don't remember any of that. Well, no, they can't remember anything because uh, because they black out, because mm. they pass out, black out. Or maybe in his particular case, he's, uh, you know, Jekyll and Hyde, Gets a couple of belts in him, and ba- uh, Katie bar the door, and I mean literally bar the door, mm-hmm. and uh, there you go. Well, you know, maybe she's all confused. People say, you know, you know something. If you were ass raped by your uncle Fred, 
right before Thanksgiving dinner, I think you'd probably remember that. You think? Even if it was 35 or 40 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Now, you might have some of the details, uh, you know, you might have some of the details a little bit uh, mixed up. Like, was it before the dinner? Or was it after the dinner? Was it, you know, after the dinner, but before the second helping? Mm-hmm. You know, when Uncle Fred had his way with you and oh. you were traumatized by that, you could never forget it. And, of course, you wouldn't tell anybody. What, were you going to run into the kitchen during cleanup? You know, when all the guys are watching football and the women are in the kitchen cleaning up, what are you going to do? Run in there, say, Mommy, Mommy, uh, Uncle Fred, uh, ass rape me oh boy well I'm, what i'm saying is these are trauma you know especially when you know somebody mm. when you know somebody when you know who the perpetrator is you're not forgetting that kind of stuff friend family acquaintance it doesn't matter no, if you know them no. you're, you're so not i tend them. to uh you know and as they keep saying and keep saying keep saying this is not a judicial process it's a uh, job interview so to speak mm-hmm. and anybody else who is going for a job interview if there were credible claims of uh, of that person engaged in uh, sexual improprieties, uh, they wouldn't be hired for the job. Anyway, moving on from that, let's see what else do we have? That 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 Kanye West. I don't know whether he's losing it, whether he's off his meds, or whether it's all publicity or a combination thereof. He's calling what for the abolition abolition of the Thirteenth Amendment, the Thirteenth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, uh, declared an end to uh, slavery. And so I don't know what his deal is, but that's uh, garnering a lot of uh, attention. Two kids here in Central Florida died, I believe it was Friday, uh, after being left in hot cars, one in Orlando, one in Sanford. Oh, boy. They figure, oh, geez. Not that hot anymore. Yeah, it is. Still too hot. uh, I think one uh, woman's, you know, she said that she just didn't remember. It was all day. Usually drops them off and drops off her child and forgot and this and that. Whatever, but uh, boy, you really have to be careful whether it's uh, it's your child or an animal or, you know, your grandparents or whatever. You just can't, you just can't leave them, just can't leave them in the, in, in the car. Of course not. One year ago today, it was the Las Vegas massacre. Oh, those... Boy, you got so many oh, good things today. We t- that's well, good, Mo. There's nothing good about that. No, I mean, like, I'm saying sarcastically, like, all of these things oh, are I'm so not, negative. Yeah, I'm not finished yet. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. we got rid of bump stocks, right? Not really. So, oh. uh, and those people are still suffering, whether they were wounded or whether they were first responders. Mm-hmm. You don't get over stuff like that, just like you don't get over, you know, the Pulse nightclub shooting, whether you were a victim, a uh, relative of someone who was wounded or killed, mm-hmm. or you were a first responder. You're just mm-hmm. not... I don't think, I, I, I find it hard to imagine that old school of thought. Well, just buck up, you know, be strong. You know, you can get over this. It'll uh, fade away in time. And we've come to understand, of course, um, that these things uh, are traumatic and some people handle them better than others and uh, other people don't handle them very well at all. But I don't think anybody gets over any of this kind of stuff. I think they probably, whether it's Pulse, Las Vegas, or any of this other stuff that goes on, I I would imagine every single day it passes through their mind in some form or fashion, and for many of them, uh, causes a lot of uh, a lot of problems. Let's see, what else do we have? There's a great uh, story from the Orlando Sentinel. I don't know how this happens. This was, uh, I can't, uh, I don't have the reporter's name here, and I wish I did. <clears throat> this was published Friday or Saturday. It's about a a new um, charter school that's opening up in DeLand. 
Small private school opened last month in Deland, promising an elite education and 100% college attendance for its students, many of whom attend thanks to state-backed scholarships. This is a charter school, Deland Preparatory School, won the approval from the Florida Department of Education uh, over the summer to receive uh, state-funded scholarships. Even though just months, this is according to the Sentinel, even though just months earlier the school's director had shuttered an Orlando-area school, one that also relied heavily on the scholarships, had a troubled uh, track record, allegations that employees uh, weren't paid on time or weren't paid at all. During the two years the Orlando school was open, it moved three times, once evicted for not paying rent, leaving its landlord uh, owed a substantial amount of money. Also says, according to this report, parents and teachers said promised technology never arrived. Student classes weren't rigorous. Former teacher who said she didn't receive her full pay successfully sued to recover the unpaid unpaid wages. There's another allegation that uh, an employee or uh, some or a teacher at the school when it was open, the school that before it closed in Orange County, mm-hmm. may have been uh, viewing child pornography while at school. Was also accused of by a coworker of touching students. Anyway, closed down for financial reasons. All right. The parents said this had never. Uh, how do the? I don't understand how you get out. How do you? How do you win approval after having that kind of track record? How do you get approval to open up another school in Volusia County? I I just I I I don't get it. I'm not saying all charter schools are 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 terrible. I'm not saying that. But there've been enough in the in the news. The Orlando Sentinel ran a uh, a, a series of reports. Uh, I think last year, schools without rules that documented the problems um, that are uh, that are that are seen at many of these uh, charter schools in the state of Florida. Hiring teachers that don't have degrees, they have criminal records, they don't have any teaching experience, they don't have a teacher certificate, you know, they forge uh, fire and health inspection forms, you know, they have financial problems, it goes on and on and on. But the individual who had this school, Beta Preparatory Collegiate Academy uh, in Orlando, um, after it shuttered, now he's got another one, now he's got this one up in uh, up into land. Making a whole bunch of promises. Anybody want to take any bets on how soon that school will close? No, thank you. Anyway, we can talk about that as well. Saw Jane Fonda in Five Acts, the documentary on HBO. Not bad. What's that about? Jane Fonda. It's about her? It's about the life of uh, Jane Fonda. Did it touch on Barbarella? It did a little bit. Just a little bit on Barbarella. It didn't touch on a lot of the movies that I remember her from. I've always been a big fan. Talk about her Vietnam. Sure. Uh, the whole, the whole Mishpoka, you know, mm-hmm. the whole, Exploits. The, the whole, whatever. Sure. And, uh, anyway, it wasn't like, oh man, you got to watch this documentary. Mm-hmm. It was, but it, yeah, it was okay. Let's see what else. That's about it. Let me see what people were up to this past weekend. How about those nights? Oh, hell yeah. Go bro. nights. UCF, oh, UCF, boy. Maga, 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 USA, USA, USA. What are you saying? Wait, no, How about that... those Gators upsetting Mississippi State? How about oh, those four Gators? and one on the season now. Go that Gators. All right. How about that amazing comeback by FSU? Hello? Did they? Hello? <laughs> uh, what happened to them? They had an amazing, amazing comeback. comeback. Oh, oh. Syracuse almost upset Clemson. Oh, yeah. 
They were winning up until almost. two minutes ago. Yeah, I know. Almost. Syracuse is quietly almost having a good season. Syracuse is looking good. Either Stink that out. or Clemson is having a little bit of a shaky, uh, yeah. shaky start. Mm-hmm. We'll oh. see what else. You ever been to a co- uh, high school or college reunion? No. My daughter came home Same. for her 10th year reunion. What? She's, yeah. I'm sorry, what? I know. She said, A, it was lame. Yeah. B, they didn't have name tags with your picture on it, so you didn't really reckon. And she said half the people who came over to her and said, hey, girl. She's like, I don't know you. By the way, it was Annie Martin, the reporter for the Orlando <laughs> yes. Sentinel, that did that piece on this uh, new private Orlando private school charter school up in uh, up in mm-hmm. Deland. So uh, good work on, uh, on Ms. Martin's part. Take a break. Mo's Got News coming up next on Real Radio 104.1. He's got the news. By the way, about that school in Deland and the report by Annie Martin for the Orlando Sentinel, I always make the mistake about uh, mixing up charter schools and private schools that rely on state-backed scholarships. But anyway, I wanted to square that away. And don't forget, remind me, I should say, I want to talk about uh, kosher bacon upcoming. Let's get the news. Here's Mo. What? Oh, it's coming. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. You can't have kosher pig. Pig is not allowed. Want to make a bet? All right. You can have turkey bacon. Maybe it's like chemical bacon. You know, it's like it's a fake food. Ooh, no. lab grown. Yeah, that. Okay, Ugh. let's get to the news, shall we? Earlier today, a man was waving around a handgun, or at least telling staff, at Orlando Regional Medical Center that he had a gun and would shoot anyone who came near him. So they put the hospital in lockdown. Yeah. Orlando police rallied to the scene, and ultimately the... Suspected shooter was killed by three Orlando police officers after making a move toward his waistband. Mm-hmm. He is 35, was 35 years old, and he is now dead. ORMC's emergency room was placed on lockdown because of the incident. It was it went on for quite, quite a while. Uh, the suspect made claims about being a suspect himself in an ongoing homicide case, but they are all looking into that at the moment. Uh, they tried to bring on the crisis negotiators and come to a peaceful solution that was not able to happen um and then police you know they swooped in on the emergency room and uh everybody was safe and sound of course except that guy the national hurricane center is watching tropical storm leslie in the central atlantic ocean uh she was at least 600 miles east of bermuda so way out there you know it doesn't look like she is going to see her folks Mm -hmm. not actually uh, she will be strengthened not for us and become a hurricane by tomorrow so it does a uh, loop. They, the, now, we'll get the swells generated by Leslie, including Florida, uh, which means that you may get some of that, ru- what is that called, where it runs out? Like, um, Run out. Uh, what, mm-hmm. what, what are those things when water the tide, when the water, you know, Ooh, goes sideways and you have to, what? Rip current. Rip current. Yeah. There it is. Rip tide. Yep. Rip, no, roll tide. Rip no, that's all I could think of. I could only think of roll tide and I knew that was wrong. No, rip torn. No, 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 no. Rip Taylor. No. Uh, it turns out that Rip they... Van Winkle. Oh, my Points. God. Very, very good. Move along, shall we? As of today, if you're parking Ripped at the... Rip Tin No, that's no. Rin. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. I tried. As of today, if you're going to the airport and parking your car in the lot in the garage yeah. at OIA, 
uh, you will pay more. Uh, the rates had been mm, 15 to $17 a day. Plus, now, you're a member of the Aviation Authority. Then you can park for free. Yeah, I don't like Sweet. that. Sweet. Now it's going up to $19 <laughs> a day. Can I join before Wednesday? No. Yeah, like, I think it's okay. <laughs> no. You got a meeting there, the Aviation Authority. Okay, fine. Uh, I will give you a pass, but you're going to park there for free because you're taking a you're trip a to vacation? Boston? No. Uh-uh. Unless they've changed that, and I don't no. think they have. It turns out they're going up to $19 per day per car. Wow. Uh, this is the first rate increase, they say, in almost 10 years, so they think it's fine and from dandy. From what to what? Uh, from well, between 15, 16, maybe 17, to up 19 now in the in the garage, in the good garage. Uh, last couple of times I was there, they were full. Floor two, it says full. Floor three, it says full. Floor four, everything looks like it's full, but then they say, oh, there's spaces open, but I have to park out in the open air. Yeah. My car was filthy dirty from the uh, aviation, I guess, of, of the, I don't know what it was. The exhaust of the plane. My car was filthy. Sure, right. Seriously. 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 The no. planes are flying, but 100 feet over your car and, and dumping. And there's, there's black schmutz yep. all over Dumping trails, turning frogs gay. Seriously. No. What? Gay mm-hmm. frogs. No. Mm-hmm. You My said car it. was Ribbit. way dirty. If I park in the garage undercover. How long was it there? Of three days. Oh, yeah, that's plenty of time. Probably pollen. No, I know what pollen looks like, Jim. It's yellowy greeny. I get plenty of pollen where I live. This is not that. It's black schmutz. So- yeah? Did you smell it? No, I didn't smell well, it. You wipe your finger on it and no, taste I didn't. it? No, Then it was- you don't know what it was. Come on. Could have been cold dust. Well, it was it was exhaust <laughs> from the planes going over for three days nonstop. Bet your money. Bet your money. I don't bet, but if I was betting, I would say. Then why that? isn't the uh, control tower black? Why is the control tower OIA black? White. They do a lot of maintenance over there. Pressure washing. A lot of pressure washing. <laughs> 400 feet in the air. I don't know, but I'm telling you, I was up, you know, four stories on that garage, open air, no cover, and my car was filthy dirty. Are you way above the control tower? I'm not above it, but, you know, I was on the top level of that garage. <laughs> And I was kidding. Control tower's not 400 feet. No, it's not. It's only 300. Gas prices in Florida have jumped a 10 cents a gallon in one week. For a while, they were up and, you know, a penny here, up, a penny here, down, a penny here, up, a penny. Now, 10 cents in a week. Now, this is the highest gas price since August. They say that crude oil is climbing. It took gas prices with it. Thanks, Obama. They are worried about this Iranian crude and Iranian oil. Because for the oil industry. Most expensive gas is in, as always, week after week, Boca Raton, 291. And also up in the panhandle, Fort Walton. Well, it goes also, up. Go for your stocks or your 401k. Cheapest gas, though, Punta Gorda and Tallahassee. Florida schools began the new year with a shortage of some 4,000 teachers across our state that the union says is due in part to a tougher state certification exam. The Florida Education Association, basically the teachers union, yeah. uh, says only about two-thirds of teachers are passing that test, compared to 90% before the state changed it two, three years ago. They still have that cockamamie rule that said you get a bonus Based on your, your SAT SATs. scores, oh, most even definitely. if it was 10, years 15 years ago, yeah, 20 no, years ago? Yes. No no question. Uh, because they changed the um, certification exam yeah. three years ago, a whole bunch of teachers didn't get to the 90%, and that resulted in Florida firing 1,000 teachers who failed the exam just this summer. Now, they offer training to help the teachers pass this thing, but now they started off this school year in August with... 
4,000 teachers empty. All right, good enough. We'll take a little break. Uh, let's continue with that Kavanaugh hearing. I say bring him in there, bring a keg in and ah. some uh, solo cups and see what happens. Okay. More news with Mo. The birthday's the food. Bonus round of closest to the pin at four. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Okay, that bonus round of closest to the pin at four. Back to the news. The birthday's the food. Here's Mo. Yeah, let's start with that food today. We flip the page to October 1st. Mm. And today, October 1st, 2018. And today is a double day, but it is two days that are not so great for me anyway. Number one is pumpkin spice day. Honor anything pumpkin spice, and they are uh, starting earlier and earlier with not, pumpkin spice yeah. everything. Not a big fan. <laughs> I like pumpkin pie, but that's about it. No, thank Same. you. Feh. Anyway, so today's pumpkin spice day. Not it, American, though. I don't, don't like, like pumpkin pie. I don't even mm-hmm. like that. It's nasty. Bet but you a ready it. whip on it? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, that's a good time. Not cool whip. Cool whip, I mean, yeah. Oh, cool. Oh. Yeah, dollop a cool whip better boy, than ready oh, whip. Boy. Right, pumpkin now, pie, yeah. If you Definitely. know pumpkin spice, if you don't like pumpkin spice day, maybe you'll glom onto the second day that shares October first, and that is it is World Vegetarian Day. Lame. I know. So both of those days are like, eh, not exciting either one. Pumpkin spice, gross. World Vegetarian Day, okay, I guess, but not a showstopper. Call it Fritz Day. Oh, being a vegetarian, it's just. World Vegetarian Day. Eat something vegetarian. Go with a vegetarian option today. I don't know. Yeah, I don't it wanna. sounds gross. Me either. I had a hot turkey sandwich. That's oh, not vegetarian. Yeah. Certainly not. And it was uh, delicious. All right, well, all right. Sliced turkey, roast turkey, real turkey real from a turkey, turkey turkey. Oh, a turkey Yeah, turkey. not that, you know, yeah. sliced, you know, not whatever. Not that yeah, No, the, no. The turkey and water. On thick white yeah. bread with gravy and mashed potatoes. Oh, you can't get any better than that. That's I'm a good sorry. Day. The governor of Puerto Rico is scheduled was scheduled to appear with both of the Democratic candidates for statewide office in Florida today, and he gave uh, his endorsement first to Bill Nelson this morning here in Orlando. This afternoon, he's meeting with Democratic nominee for Governor Andrew Gillum. Uh, I assume that uh, endorsement is coming any minute. Uh, both campaigns are promising major announcements, um, but, you know, pretty much this uh, Rosello, uh, his name is, I think. Um, yeah, um, Rosello. Yeah, there it is. Ricardo Roseo, he is supposed to endorse both of them, and that is later today. Now, these two candidates for Florida U.S. Senate, now we're talking about uh, Governor Scott and and Bill Nelson, uh, they are to meet tomorrow face-to-face for the very first time in a debate. They are going to debate at the studios of Telemundo's Miami station tomorrow morning. They'll record it and rebroadcast it at 7 o'clock tomorrow night on Telemundo stations all over the state, including Orlando. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be subtitled or, you know, I mean, Telemundo, neither of them are fluent, I don't believe, in Spanish. So I'm guessing they speak it in English and maybe they dub it in or I don't know exactly. Maybe that's why it's tape delayed. Oh, so they could dub in the voices. Maybe so. Who gets to choose who dubs in their voice? Right. What if it's Mickey Mouse or, you know, somebody macho? They get to choose their own interpreter? I don't think so. I haven't heard. I don't even know if it's. You think they use the same voice for both uh, candidates? So that it's fair and even Steven. Maybe. Then how would you know you'd need another interpreter to... It's like winning the, the lottery. Yeah. you got to have a lawyer and then a lawyer to look after the yeah. lawyer and then the oh. CPA to look after the accountant. No. And, you know, it drives you absolutely crazy. There's no reason to play the lottery. No. A total, Jim, of 21 <laughs> new laws take effect in our state today. 21. October 1st, big day for new laws around here. Yeah. Including two designed to protect children. One makes it easier for authorities to catch people who access child porn. Previously, your ISP, Internet Service Provider, was able to let users know if they were the subject of a police investigation. But this new law, today's new law, 
requires the ISPs to conceal the information for 180 days. Another new law today makes it illegal to trespass on a school bus. It just applies to child porn? Yep. Okay. Not to any investigation. Oh, don't worry. No worries. No, it's good. I don't have any child porn. Let's make that No, but you might be looking at other porn, and that doesn't apply to anything but child porn. There's nothing wrong with porn. I'm just saying. It doesn't, Not illegal. It doesn't apply yeah, to you, you then. Porn police? Yeah. It doesn't apply to you then. Yeah, the porn police over oh, here. Oh boy, I yeah. don't care what you look at. Go ahead. Yeah, you do. You just Not mentioned. Really. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you went you down. You're trying to go down that road. Child you seem porn. Judgy. You're mm. judgy. Oh, a little judgy. Yeah. Little judgy. Uh, that's my. That's right. That's my new. What is it? My rap name, Little Judgy. That I was. I, I, oh I yeah. Me, well, too. this time Feeling it's my me. name. Copyright lawsuit. None of my. Think your husband looks at porn. No. Probably doing it right now. Watches boxing videos. <laughs> that to him is like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Never put your, put your feet together when you box. I'm telling you right you gotta now. You've got to have a good stance. Yeah, well, yeah. when you move, your your feet should always be apart. As uh-huh. soon as you bring your heels together, your feet together, then yeah, boom. You lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're out balance if you right, get hit. Right, right, You don't have good grounding. One of the 20, another tip from the little piston. One of the 21 <laughs> new laws that takes effect today is named um, the Ponce Law. Ponce was a nine-month-old Labrador retriever. Uh, under this new law, judges can forbid... People who had anything to do with animal cruelty forbid them from ever owning pets again. Good. Okay, so that takes effect today. That's good. Uh huh. Ponce's law also increases the severity of the animal cruelty crime, making it far more likely animal abusers get jail time. Well, they laid down the law in Seminole County, didn't they? No kidding. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. No mean dogs, no barking dogs. Your property no doesn't have a fence. Even you, know, you have a dog in your property, has to be on a leash. Seriously, that guy in my neighborhood with that dog that just trots around? Well, what are you going to do? Wait, what? There's a guy in my neighborhood who trots around with the dog on no, no leash at all. I got to put Jeter on a leash? I believe so. Oh, well, old. that's probably only on... I don't know if it, it doesn't include the municipalities. Are you in the but city or the county? unincorporated Seminole oh. County. Oh, the wood? The sticks where Mo lives? On no, your property. You. Are you in the city? I'm in the city. Hell yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> No, the I, bustling winter I'm second race. safest city in the county. <laughs> Jim, I don't know the answer to that. I just know that Seminole County An unincorporated orange Seminole County. Right. If you are on your property and your property does not have a fence, your dog must be on a leash. Makes sense. And if it's on, if you walk the dog with a retractable leash, one of those extending leash, leashes, yeah, I don't think it can go more than eight feet. Right. You can't have a 30-foot one where it can yeah. come rushing up at you. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a new study by AARP that says more Floridians, older Floridians. You're, you're Jim, reading this at home? No, I'm reading it in the news from oh. AP. They say there are more lonely older Floridians out there than we ever thought before. They say frequent contact with friends and exercise both are good ways to combat loneliness, but they find one in three U.S. adults, Jack, older than 45. <laughs> Are, they say that one in three 45-plus are lonely. There's oh, no substitute, they say, out. for human interaction. You could be a, a, a senior mentor, Jim. Oh, senior mentor. I don't want to be around people my own age. No, no it's 45 be, up. These would be older people. Oh, see? You could older be a mentor me? to an old, old codger. It just reminds me of how I'm, what's, oh. what I'm in store for. No, it should remind you of how young and vibrant you still are. Hey, nice try. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, Not interested. Maybe you want to be a mentor to a ninety-year-old. Then you'll feel like a spring chicken. I already do my enough mentoring. I'm I'm good with the mentoring. Are about old people? Huh? Are you uncomfortable around old people? Certainly. Who oh, wouldn't come be? Come on, I'm not. I am. Oh Why? my god! What's wrong Five with minutes you? and you're bored to tears. No, you say that about kids. Not about old people. 
Yeah, no, I a, say about kids because kids have nothing. I don't. I'm not interested in what kids so have kids to say. Kids are boring. So kids are boring, and now old people are boring too. Yeah, there's a middle ground of humanity where people are mm. interesting. Oh, the kids are fine for a couple of minutes, then it's like you don't have anything to add to to my life. Old people are interesting. They got stories to tell. Oh yeah, History. that's a that's a bunch of yeah, they, bunk. No, it isn't. All those old people, they're full of wisdom. They're just all oh, no, they got stuff to say. They got all yeah, they got enough to say. Get off, Get off my lawn. lawn. <laughs> <laughs> the Jaguars gym are the lone Sunday winners among Florida's NFL teams. Oh, yeah. Jack, this is my sports section. I love it. Uh-huh. Blake Bortles threw for almost 400 yards and two touchdowns. The That's Jags, of, of course, beat the Jets. They were at Jacksonville, and their record now 3-1. and one. Dolphins also 3-1, and one, but they got pounded over the weekend. <laughs> Not good, 38-7 to seven to New England. Cha-ching. And, uh, yeah, the Buccaneers also stink bomb. They're 2-2, two and two. just saying. Not so good. Um, let's see. What else? How about those nights at UCF? Oh, they're, they're yeah. still undefeated. UCF, yeah. UCF, UCF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. USA, USA, USA. All right, let it go. Go Gators. Uh, wait, which is it? Go ga- Gators. Go Gators. My alma mater, my hometown team. Mm-hmm. Over the weekend, there was uh, the premiere of Saturday Night Live. This cold open had stars aplenty. Uh, they were making a spoof of the Senate Judiciary hearings when... Uh, nominee Brett Kavanaugh was at the desk. Well, boy, oh boy, everybody spot on. Uh, everybody from imitating Kavanaugh, of course, to imitating Rachel, was her name Mitchell, the, uh-huh. the, uh, the prosecutor yes. they brought in, yeah. to Chuck Grassley, to Amy Klobuchar, all of them up and down the dais all had really good uh, spot on imitations. Kanye West was the musical guest. I thought, okay, well, he came out first in a milk bottle of some kind. <laughs> like, it was Perrier. I didn't yeah. know what that was. I mean, it he was, was like walking around in this weird bottle with his face cut out of the center. It was like, okay, stupid. I went in the other room to get in my pajamas. Sure, it wasn't Gumby. He looked, it was weird. It was a greenish bottle. It could have been Perrier. One one was carbonated water. The other bottle was regular water. Because in the song, he says, when's the first time they ask you if you want sparkling or still? Oh, oh, I don't know what that means. Anyway, turns out. Berlin's rolling in his grave. So Kanye, he does this milk bottle or, you know, sparkling water bottle. Is that a metaphor for something? I don't know. Then he, you know, then they do, you know, Weekend Update. Then they do other sketches. And then they come back and he does a second thing, uh, a song. Now, at the very end during the credits, he loses his crap. He decides he's going to make a commentary during his now third song that plays during the credits. They had to cut him off. Because he went bazoo and started, well, first of all, he, he started making a political uh, commentary on stuff. And holy Toledo, it was something else. We'll have some of that in the audio file. Oh, okay, today. I'm going to hold it Boys. then. Never mind. Let's move along. President Trump, I guess, saw excerpts or maybe he saw the whole thing live yeah. um, uh, for Saturday Night Live uh, over the weekend. And, well, of course, he was quick to weigh in on Twitter. Uh, Sunday morning, like Johnny on the spot, as always, he says, I don't watch anymore. It's not funny. Uh, they said, but you were yeah, on it a couple like times. Like he's got a great sense of humor. No. Ever he's... hear him make a joke? No. Ever seen him laugh? I have not. Have you ever seen Donald Trump laugh? Well, he smirked at the UN the other no, day. No, I'm talking about smirking no, and smiling. Smir- I'm uh-uh. talking about laughing. No, I never saw him laugh. Like, ha, 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 laugh? Laugh. No, no I never saw him laugh. Why is that? I don't know. It turns out, Jim, that he said right. Saturday Night Live. Maybe he doesn't it... like your jokes. No, that skeleton joke. I bet he'd think that was funny. But I don't know if he's joke. ever heard it. It was a great joke. It's kind of a thinker. It is. Beer in a mop? Subtle. I, I don't know. How, how subtle do you have to be to not know beer in a mop? You got to make the connection, I though. I don't know.
Yeah. Look at me. I know the joke. I know. Yeah. Hearing him up. Look, the president says SNL is not funny, even though he's hosted it before. He says the comedians have no talent. They have no charm. It's a political ad for the Dems. This is all on Twitter the next morning, okay. you know, when you wake up. But, of course, guess who he praised? Kanye West, who wore the MAGA hat and who gave a pro-Trump speech that they ultimately had to cut him off and get the hook because he was just blathering on. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Now, yeah. So, time to abolish the 13th Amendment. Wait, so what? His people could back, go back to slavery? What is he saying? Well, I think the the, saying. the idea is, cool. despite the 13th Amendment, people of color are still, still enslaved. I, well, that might yeah, nice try. Mm. Well, I understand he, institutional bias and discrimination. Mm. But, you know, mm. slavery? Mm-mm. Come on, Kanye. Well, uh, back on the mix, actually, baby. It's just yay now. Back on the mix. Oh, just yay. You're yeah. ye- Yeezer or something. Ye- ye- yay. Yay. Yeezy? Pinkman? What is Yeezy. it? Yeezer. Yeezy. No, something. when he changed his name, I think it's Yeezy. just Y-E Yee. now. Oh, just Y-E? Not Con. Yeah. It's in the crossword puzzle the other day. Not Kanye, just uh, yay. Just the yay part. Yay. You see what I mean? Take the K-E-N is part. Is it Yeezy or Yeezy? Yeezy. Oh, that was Yeezy. his old name. I know. Now he's just, take Kanye, divide it in half. Just the yay. I don't care one way or the other about saying. Kanye West, to be honest with you. All right, look. Let's move on. How about the Trumpster? He talked today at a Rose Garden thing. I thought he was talking trade, but then he went plum chicken crazy about Kavanaugh and the FBI investigation. At this commentary in the Rose Garden, or at he was at the day, as of course people are shouting questions out. It was a press conference. About, a press conference. It was one thing that was supposed to be about trade, but people, of course, asked other questions, and then the whole thing went well, that's off. That's what a press conference is. Well, of course. You said I'm going to have a press conference. That means you're you're going to answer questions. But all the trade people were behind him. You know, you see Mnuchin, and you see this one and that one. They're all back there talking about trade. He says his comments about trade. Maybe one question about trade. Bam, it takes a right turn, and all they ask is no, about trade. he talked a lot about trade. He did. Now, it turns out that Trump says, look, I want this FBI investigation to be comprehensive, but by the same token, I want it to be quick. So I don't know how you get both. Uh, But that's what he said at the day is today. And he says, I am not putting limits on the scope of this investigation, but you better get it all wrapped. Do whatever you want, but do it all in seven days. All right. So that was how that is. He says that this Kavanaugh was really given a bum steer, you know, a bad time. In the last couple of weeks, he says he, he really feels sympathy for him, uh, for, for Kavanaugh, his nominee. Why? Because uh, he drank too much? No, he doesn't drink at all. He doesn't even understand oh, Kavanaugh. the drink. I know. But Trump said, he since he's not a drinker, he done, he's been around his drinkers brother was. his whole life. He says he's been around drinkers, but he, you know. His he brother. Said, he was a died-in-the-wool alcoholic. Correct. Kavanaugh, he said, said a lot of times he liked beer and partying and whatever. You know, I like beer, I like beer, I like beer. Yeah. Do you like beer? I like beer. He blacked yeah. out. He's one of those guys that blacked out. He can't remember. Mm-mm. Oh, he said he's never blacked No, he said he never did, but he did fall asleep. But that's not blacking out, but that's different. Uh, I think Either for- that or whatever. Or he's one of those guys that never blacked out. He just can't remember things that he that he did. Or said. Or it was, yeah. you know, it was that type of, you know, 36 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's SOP. When it came to culture, it was just, you know, they don't remember things like that because it was no big deal. First Lady Melania Trump wants Women to get will. out of town. Victims will. Yeah, of course. Or a man will. Of course. You know, you get uh, you get uh, boogered by the uh, by the priest. You can remember oh. that. Especially if you get sexually assaulted by people who you know. You don't forget that. You don't forget who did that to you. Why don't they ever challenge the men who come forward? Who? Like the boy, the men who were now were boys at the time and were abused by you know your example a priest. 
They never say, you don't remember. But when this woman goes back to of her course. history and says, you don't remember, no, all of a sudden cor- it's different. No, you're absolutely correct. Mm-mm. All right, let me, let's move on because well, this makes me forward. crazy. Why didn't she call the FBI? Well, why didn't she call the that. cops? You say, that to, uh, you say that to a man who was sexually assaulted by a priest? Nobody does that. No. Why didn't you go talk to your parents? Why didn't you call the Monsignor, even though he was probably in the back room boogering somebody, too? All right, listen, we don't know any of that. First Lady Melania Trump wants to get out of Dodge. She is leaving on a four-nation tour of Africa today, her first solo trip ever. And it's taking her to Egypt, Ghana, Kenya, and Malawi. Um, She's looking at, at talking about things like children's health, important issues, care for mothers and newborns, nutrition and education, HIV, etc., uh, there is no word on how long this trip will be. Anything to get away from him. I, I, you know, I sort of thought that, but I'm not really, I'm not really sure. A five-year-old California little kid, a little girl, will be allowed. Think to... I'll have some girls over? No. Oh yeah. Other presidents did. I know, but sign here. With, with the with the um, with the culture the way it is now, I don't think he's stepping out of line now. I think he's he's on on Johnny on the spot with that. I don't think he's doing that. I bet they do things you'd never know about. I don't want to know about it. I really don't. That grosses me out. The idea of that is really yuck. What? Him naked? Ugh, the whole thing. Running around in his BVDs? Stop it. Okay, seriously. <laughs> I just had lunch. getting out of the shower when I he's got lunch, no. hair like Ben Franklin? They still like BVDs? Yeah. I don't know. Fruit <laughs> of the looms. Okay, a five-year-old little California girl will be allowed to bring her cannabis-based medicine to school with her. She has a severe form of epilepsy, Little Brooke does, and these these seizures can be somewhat controlled when she takes the CBD, or the cannabis-based medicine oil, preventatively. And she takes THC as an emergency medication. After a lengthy court battle, Little Brooke will be allowed to attend the public school in her area, along with her controversial drug treatment. Oh, Little Brooke. Little Brooke. All right. That's her her name. Let's move on to birthdays. Oh, I got birthdays. I got other uh, celebrity news as well. But I'll come back to it. Yep. Happy, happy birthday today to Zach Galifianakis. Jim? He is... Uh, How old is Zach? 44. 44. Uh, uh, 46. 45? Pinkman, 49. Well, he looks younger. Not really. Uh, happy, happy birthday oh, today to former president Jimmy James Carter. Mm. Oh, he's up there. He is. 93. Damn it, I'm close. I'll give you the window, Jack. I'll go 91. I don't know, 92. Pinkman, 94. Oh, ah! he looks younger. <laughs> wrong way. Uh, <laughs> he went the wrong way for the window. And finally, the hills are alive, and we wish a happy birthday to Julie Andrews. Uh, sound of music. Sound of music, get it? Uh, uh-huh. she, yeah, Mary Poppins and all that. She's got to be 81. Nope. 78. I don't know. 80? Pinkman. 83. Oh, 83. Yes. Wow. It's, it's a clean sweep for Pinkman today. That's the la-di-da. Just call me more. Right, we'll open up the lines. Mr. Pinkman will choose one of you to play against him in a bonus round of closest to the pin. You win good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose bad luck for 24 hours. That's next on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From... 
And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Got the fact, Jack! All right, time for that bonus round of closest to the pin. Justin will be playing against Mr. Pinkman. If Justin wins, of course, he will receive good fortune for the rest of his life if he loses. Uh, Bad luck for 24 hours. Mr. Pinkman, if you'll head to the soundproof booth, we'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to set your handicap. Get this underway. Justin, how are you today? I'm very well. How are you? I'm very well, too. Thank you for asking. I have 10 questions for you, including the crow question at the end. Are you ready, Justin? Yes, sir. All right, buddy, let's go. Let's get this done. In three, two, one, begin. Justin Kanye West has called for the abolition of the constitutional amendment that outlawed slavery. The 13th Amendment was ratified in what year? 1890. The movie called How the West Was Won was released in what year? 1950. Henry Fonda was one of the stars in that movie. Fonda died in what year? Uh, 1989. Fonda and his daughter Jane were both nominated for Academy Awards in what year? Um, 78. Jane Fonda has been nominated for an Academy Award how many times? Three. Jane Fonda starred in a movie with Lee Marvin called Cat Baloo that was released in what year? Uh, 65. Lee Marvin was a popular actor in Hollywood and died in what year? Uh, 1994. The cartoon character Marvin the Martian made his first appearance in what year? 1962. The Martian Chronicles is a science fiction book written by Ray Bradbury. It was published in what year? 2012. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Ray Bradbury was a crow in Waukegan, Illinois, his place of birth, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Chicago? Um... 211. Time. All right, Justin, there you go. Let's bring in Mr. Pinkman. Here he comes. Oh, he's here. Oh, we work off the number 18. Mr. Pinkman <laughs> will pick up the dice and roll them. Whatever whatever that number is, we'll add to 18, and that will be his handicap in seconds. Kept the dice on ice over the weekend. Now Pinkman will warm them up. He yeah. puts them under his armpit at first, then he rolls them between his hands. Here we go. Oh! <gasps> A four. Ooh, 22. He stands a chance. Ten questions for you, Pinky. You ready? Yes. There we go. In three, two, one, begin. Pinkman, Kanye West has called for the abolition of the constitutional amendment that outlawed slavery. The 13th Amendment was ratified in what year? Uh, 1865. The movie called How the West Was Won was released in what year? 1975. Henry Fonda was one of the stars in that movie. Fonda died in what year? Uh, 2004. Fonda and his daughter Jane were both nominated for Academy Awards in what year? Uh, 1981. Jane Fonda has been nominated for an Academy Award how many times? Three. Jane Fonda starred in a movie with Lee Marvin called Cat Baloo that was released in what year? That was 1967. Lee Marvin was a popular actor in Hollywood and died in what year? Uh, 1994. The cartoon character Marvin the Martian made his first appearance in what year? 
1952. The Martian Chronicles is a science fiction book written by Ray Bradbury. It was published in what year? That would have been 1958. Get it within 25. It went outright. If Ray Bradbury was a crow in Waukegan, Illinois, his place of birth, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Chicago? 82. Time. Oh, boy. Holy moly. Oh, wow. Score the game. Holy moly cannoli. 13th Amendment, uh, abolishing slavery, was ratified in what year, Justin said? Uh, 1890. Pinkman. 1865. Right on the money, 1865. There it is. The movie called How the West Was Won was released in uh, what year, Justin said? 1950. Pinkman. 75. 62. Justin's on the board. Henry Fonda, one of the stars in that movie, Fonda died in what year, Justin said? 89. Pinkman. 04. 82. Uh, it's all tied up. Fonda and his daughter Jane were both nominated for Academy Awards in what year? Justin said. 78. Pinkman. 81. 82. Ooh, Pinkman, you got that one. Jane Fonda nominated for an Academy Award how many times? Justin said. They both said three. Seven. Oh, so that's... I knew it. They each get a point. Five to go. Jane Fonda starred in the movie with Lee Marvin called Cat Baloo that was released in what year? Justin said. 65. Pinkman. 67. Right on the money. 1960. Five. Damn it. Justin takes the lead. Lee Marvin, a popular actor in Hollywood, and died in what year, Justin said? They both said 94. 87. So they both get a point. Three Justin's to go. still leading. The cartoon character, Marvin the Martian, made his first appearance in what year, Justin said? 62. Pinkman. 52. 48. Ah, <laughs> Two to go. Oh, God. What the Martian game. Chronicles is a science fiction book written by Ray Bradbury. It was published in what year, Justin said? 2012. Pinkman. 58. 1950. Ah. Pinkman yes. takes the lead. Here we, we go. You want me to st- one, two, three, four, five, six. Justin has six, and Pinkman has two, three, four, five, six, seven. Get it within 25, you went out right. Oh, Justin. <sighs> if Ray Bradbury was a crow in Waukegan, Illinois, place of birth, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Chicago? Mm-hmm. Justin said? 211 miles. Pinkman said? 82 miles. In fact, if Ray Bradbury was a crow in Waukegan, he'd have to flap his wings in order to reach Chicago, fly a total of 59 miles. Pinkman gets it and wins the game. I'm sorry, Justin. 24 hours of bad luck for you starts right now. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the Was I within 25 also? 25 and, yeah. Yeah. You totally were. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Double win. Won the whole. Du- no, Double it doesn't brag. count mm-hmm. that. No. Add eight more to my win record. <laughs> They're pursuing a once impossible goal, and that is kosher bacon. Who's they? Um, the rabbis. Mm-mm. Rabbi no. Price. Clarify. Maybe uh, can I play Ask a Jew and right. uh, ask how something is made kosher? Rabbi. Well, the way you kill it and the way you cure it. And you can't. Doesn't it have to be blessed, or the knives that cut it have to be blessed? No, you have to. You have to make sure it's a humane uh, slaughter first of all, and it can't be um, a pig or um, shellfish. It has to adhere to certain quality preparation standards. Yes, correct. And a set of biblical laws. So, Mm -hmm. Rabbi Price, he is. uh, Let's see here. I want to get this uh, correct here. He's a rabbi. He's with the Orthodox Union, and the Orthodox Union sets the rules as far as kosher they do and what they're thinking about now and he's giving serious consideration to that and uh and in saying that so-called clean meat uh could uh, quite possibly be kosher 
clean meat is not uh, is not um, meat uh, soy meat that's infused with chemicals to taste like meat. This is cell developed, cell born meat. They say clean meat. Uh, startups are already working on this. It could be it could be out by next year. Cool. Uh, when it is, they want a kosher stamp on their product. And Rabbi uh, Price is giving uh, consideration to this. Really? Clean meat, also known na- by names like cell-based agriculture, begins with cells taken from an animal, often stem cells that are primed to grow. Once these cells are isolated, they're put into a solution that mimics blood and encourages the cells to replicate. Excuse me for a moment. May I ask a question? Sure. If they take the cells from a pig, it's automatically unkosher, unclean well, meat. Then you talk to Rabbi Price because yeah. he's uh, giving uh, some a consideration. To it. To this. Yeah, yeah. See, I, if you're starting out with already tainted, I don't know, Mo. M- I'm meat, just saying Rabbi I, Price is asking. looking at this, I'm and asking. we'll know. I'm just asking. Yeah. The process is very new. The first hamburger produced in a lab was served with great fanfare in two thir- 2013. What did it cost? The hamburg. I think it yes. costs fifty dollars. For thirty-five, sixteen dollars cost three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Yeah, it was the first hamburger. It was the first meat that was grown. Oh, it's yeah. meat. It's not. It's it really meat. Yes, it's meat. It's chemical. Composi- no, it's not. It's it's weird not. chemical it's... stuff. What's chemical about it? They it's made bi- it in a petri dish. What do you mean? What's chemical about it? That's not. That's chemistry. I'm talking biology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Begins with cells. Yeah, cells taken from an animal. Stem cells, they're primed to grow. Once these cells are isolated, they're put into a solution that mimics blood and encourages the cells to replicate. No. Can't take cells from an unclean animal. So it can't be a cloven-hooved animal. It can't be a pig. It can't be... No, it can't be. And still be kosher. Oh, you. He's impressed. Well, he can be impressed, but it's not going to fly. He's the guy that ma- he's the guy that makes the rule. You don't have any claim on this. He's one guy at the OU. You have a lot he- to talk, shrimp eater, lobster eater. <laughs> That's yeah, true. You're big, I- you're big shrimp eater, big yeah. lobster eater. Yeah, yeah. nothing yeah. but a shrimp eater. You sir are correct, but I'm telling Wasn't you, your husband kosher at one time. Uh, oh yes, most. Definitely. Oh, you let him down that path. I did. The wanted woman that I am, you know. But he came over to the dark side, and then you know what can I tell you? Eating but bacon. Uh, has he ever? Yeah, are well, you eating bacon? Not recently, no. I'm not a big fan. What of do you mean bacon. by recently? I can't remember the last Canadian time. Canadian bacon? Uh, no, I, I really don't like Have that. you ever blacked out? <laughs> Have no. you blacked out? Have you, you Weisenheimer? No, yes. I, I don't like bacon all that much. But that doesn't mean I don't like, you know, a good rib. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about the ribs. Yeah, the ribs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, or any- a pork chop. Uh, I'm not a fan of a pork chop. I'll uh, on, yeah, if you're hungry and I put one before uh, you, would I you would, pick it up by the bone and chew uh, on it? You're oh, totally yes. right. Yes, exactly. It's mm-hmm. the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound, the thrill of victory. The policeman isn't there to create disorder. And the agony of defeat. The policeman is there to preserve disorder. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. By the way, I mentioned at the beginning of the program, we had program we had two children die in hot cars uh, on Friday, I believe. One in Sanford, one in Orlando. Let's stop doing this, folks. Come on, pay attention. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Check the back seat. 
Anyway, Jim, moving on to the audio file today. I'll let you. We get, we we've got three groups, three pods of audio today. Uh, we'll spin the wheel, and you say where where do you want it to land first? You want Ooh. sports? You want politics? Or you want television? Ah, uh, let's go sports. Sports. We'll start it with sports, and we talk about UCF uh, defeating, keeping their undefeated streak alive when they beat Pitt. Yeah. Uh, over the weekend. And I if you didn't go to the game, it was a sellout. Uh, you could have watched the game mm-hmm. on ESPN. But when you hear those ESPN announcers, eh, it's OK. And it's better than not watching the game. But it doesn't match the excitement you get when you listen to the game with the voice of the UCF Knights, Mark Daniels. Uh, he broadcasts on, on 96.9 locally. They We stream the game on iHeart. He's awesome. So I like to match it up with the video that I'm watching. You know, I pause it and get it all synced up and watch it because, I mean, this is what it sounds like when uh, when a big play happens for UCF. Motion. Here's a snap, and McKenzie drops. McKenzie stepping up. McKenzie throws. Killen's got it. 50 to the house. He goes. Nobody's getting him. Killen's gone. Touchdown. 71 yards. Boom. <laughs> wow. So that's the uh, the excitement you get with a Mark Daniels call. Yeah. Uh, it was after the game. I mentioned it was sold out. And in in case people wonder, I mean, you have a, a college football team with an undefeated streak on the line playing on weekends. And, you know, I know last year they had several games that were not towards the end of the season as excitement build. It started selling out, but they've been doing well. But the fan, the, the players know, and it was uh, uh, Jerry O'Neill, a sideline reporter, interviewing UCF mm-hmm. defensive back Richie Grant. Richie Grant had an interception in Saturday's game, but he, he talked about the crowd, and, and this is what he had to say about, you know, seeing all the fans out there. How about the crowd again today, standing room? I love that, man. Can y'all please keep coming out? I love that. I love the energy. We all love the energy, man. When we heard this going to be sold out again, like everybody around the room just gave out a little yell because we know how, how much y'all mean us and how much y'all mean us in third down, you know. So we love that. Please keep coming out. So, Aww. and that's the players in the locker room. They appreciate the fans showing up, so you can do it for UCF. Now, I think we uh, later this week we'll have UCF tickets to give away for this Saturday's game, but uh, just know it's becoming one of the hot tickets and the coveted items here in the Central Florida community. Continuing with... They're not getting the respect they deserve. What's that? Oh, now you think they're... No, like, they're undefeated. They're teams yeah. out there in the Two top ten that are, yeah. that are four and one on the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jim. No, yeah. thank you. USA, USA. But if you UCF. Pl- if you don't play <laughs> Maga, SEC Maga, Maga. teams or whatever, if you don't play teams of any import... Well... They beat Auburn last year, and at beating Auburn last year, I've done a turnaround on this. I'm the first one to admit it, but they beat Auburn in that bowl game last year, and that should automatically, I think, say, you know, if you're undefeated after beating Auburn last year, and you have an undefeated season last year, you're undefeated this year, you beat Auburn, and then you've got teams out there that are 4-1, and one, and they're undefeated? Get out of here. They ought to be higher Come than 11th? Of course. Or t- okay. And the team Thank that you. they beat, they beat Pitt on Saturday. Pitt's in the ACC, right? They also had uh, UNC on their schedule. You don't make these schedules over the summer. Those were, deals were signed year, a couple that, years ago. Yeah. And when they signed those deals, those were ranked teams. I mean, they made schedules. UCF has made schedule with ranked opponents. They can't do anything if the team tanks between the time they sign a deal years ago. I, I think one of them was playing in the championship game when they signed that deal. Oh, God. You know, so they may not be the team they were, but well, that's how they rank them too. I said, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. well, they used to be, Pitt used to be great, and then they got pounded by you know 
Right. North Carolina. North right. Carolina sucks. So. Right. I mean, I guess that goes into the mix. I but don't once like again, it. Another, I don't have to like it. Another Power 5 conference game that uh, UCF had to uh, cancel because of the hurricane. Happened last year against oh. Georgia Tech. Happened this year against oh, UNC. Whatever. But anyway, they'll keep charging on, play it one game at a time, and it's uh, it's still fun to watch as they continue uh, to dominate. So we continue with the audio file. This is a sports story that gets yeah. in the world of singing. So I'm going to play it. See if you can guess who's singing here. Sure. Easy. I don't want anybody else. When I think about you, I touch myself. Oh, I don't want Pinkman. anybody Pinkman. Is it Adele? It's not Adele. Damn it. It's is a, it a it's female? It's a female athlete. Oh, oh. Is it uh, the ten Venus Serena? Or, it Jim. is Serena Williams. Oh. No way! It not only is Point. it Serena Williams, she's naked while ah. singing it. Not only is she naked, I have the video on our website, oh, yeah. realradio.fm. Click on shows in the Phillips file. All yeah. right, she posted this on Instagram. She's covering up important parts, but she is naked and she is doing it. For breast cancer awareness. Oh. Yeah, well, good for her. Do you think uh, she can really sing like that if we had her in the room? Sure. Why yeah. not? I don't think that yeah. was far off. Watch it. Watch the video. That's her singing. You think her voice has not been altered by oh, by that, studio that, effects? What is that you stuff? Can, tune, tune up or something? Uh, you can uh, hear that. Listen, yeah. well, Challenge her next yeah. time you see her. I mean, there's I some effects myself. on it. Just asking. That's I'm all. just saying she can sing just better than I can sing. Just because she's half naked doesn't mean she's got a. It you know, is a, a little on. distracting. It's a production as well. When you're when it, watching, they're not going to have her say she looks great, but she's uh, caterwauling. Mm. So uh, you know, let's clean up that voice a little no, bit. She's not caterwauling. No. No, I don't think. Well, no, because they probably altered her voice like they do with most people. It's nowadays. that auto tune, the pink man sure. that stuff. Of you know. course, I could sound like Get her. Get you right back on track. Let's hear it. What? No, Jim said he could sound like her. Oh, go. go. Ahead. Well, here we go. Sing, 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 Jim. I want you to sing. It's covering the divine right. song. I want you to sing. I touch myself. Three, oh, two, one. I don't want anybody. Else Pretty impressive. When I think about you, I touch myself. All right, we believe wow. you. You, that sound, was good. you sounded just like her. <laughs> that was her. pretty good. Nice know, job. Man, I'm getting up that high. All right. <laughs> But wow, when you I touch yourself, you know, you go high. and it's the water. You did it with clothes on. Serena did it naked. You can oh. see the video on our website, realradio.fm. Click on shows and the Phillips file. I also have video of this. It was the cold open for Saturday Night Live, as Maury mentioned in the La Di Da. Uh, they're opening. It was the season opener, and the uh, it was a Kavanaugh Senate testimony that they were uh, mimicking and it was a celebrity appearance by Matt Damon playing Brett Kavanaugh mm. and he did a uh, a pretty remarkable job so in, in the segment it's funny the video also posted on our website here's a clip let me tell you this I'm gonna start at an 11 I'm gonna take it to about a 15 real quick first of all I showed this speech to almost no one not my family, not my friends, not even PJ or Tobin or Squee. This is my speech. 
there are others like it, but this is mine. I wrote it myself last night. There you go. He oh, goes on. What a judicial restraint in that appearance Thursday, huh? He went a little bazoo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. So uh, anyway, that that whole segment it went on. It was like a ten minute opening segment. It was long, yeah, but uh, it was star studded, as Moira mentioned as well. You can see that at realradio.fm. Shows Phillips file. Also, we have a clip of this. Now, Kanye West. Oh boy, here's the deal. He was a musical performer. He did his songs. Dressed up uh, like a milk bottle or something. It was Perrier. Uh, Perrier. Oh, it had to I mean. do with the song. And anyway, it was weird. He's, he's hopping around there in a Yeah, but in a he that that's creative though. I mean, that was the artist side, but this is where he he goes on to talk about wearing the Make America Great Again hat, which I think oh. he apologized for in the past, yeah. but now he's wearing it. And then he goes on to talk about how they tried to bully him backstage, which to me rings false. It's like your kids when you're telling your kids something they don't want to hear, they say stop yelling at me. You know, right. well, I'm not yelling. I'm just telling you something you Classic. don't want to hear. Or don't lecture me. <laughs> it's like, I think someone said, Kanye, I don't think you should wear that. And he's, oh, they're bullying me. Anyway, uh, here's a clip of the mm-hmm. Kanye thing. They, yeah. they, you know, it's a live show. When they get to the end, they cut it off. And he was going on and on and on. But uh, uh-huh. uh, someone got a little clip. And we have that posted as well. Chubby going at that man neck a lot. And I don't think it's actually that helpful. I think the universe has balance. Ninety percent of news are liberal. Ninety percent of TV, LA, New York, writers, rappers, musicians. So it's easy to make it seem like it's so, so, so one-sided. So everything is liberal. Yeah, Uh, yeah, and he said they they bullied him not to wear the MAGA hat, but he did. Get on my nerves. Picked upon. (laughs) Yeah, boo-hoo. He's a a victim. Uh, so anyway, that I was think Chris Anna. Rock took the uh, video of him. Chris Rock was, I don't know, is he in the audience or something? Uh, and he is the one who recorded that whole fit that he had. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, he did get some good reviews from, uh, the president, president of the United <sighs> States, Donald J. Trump. Uh, Trump, I believe had a campaign, uh, um, stop over the weekend. Not sure what day it was. But he did take time to talk about uh, his relationship with North Korean dictator and leader Kim Jong-un. And then follows up with what he predicts will be criticism of his comments. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when you hear this, if you keep in mind that Kim Jong-un is someone who uh, uh, is believed to have killed members of his own family. He's a murderer. He starves his own people. He's a great guy. As well as you have to wonder wonder what the, the... Parents of Otto Warmbier, uh, you know, think oh, about yeah. when they hear this, mm. knowing that their son died at the hands or while right. in the hands of Kim Jong-un. Mm-hmm. We go back and forth, and then we fell in love. Okay. No, really. He wrote me beautiful letters, and they're great letters. We fell in love. But you know what? Now they'll make they'll say, Donald Trump said they fell in love. How horrible. How horrible is that? So unpresidential. Yeah, well, kind of, yeah, kind of, yeah. kind of fell in love with a dictator there, Kim Jong Un. He's referring to. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he has the same type of love for Vladimir Putin. Oh, sure. Anyway, uh, people he doesn't love are usually Americans, uh, uh, namely oh, Elizabeth Warren. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he continues his attacks on Elizabeth Warren and... Is he calling her names again or Pocahontas again? Or... What do you think? I figured, yeah. 
Pocahontas is now considered a conservative in the Democrat Party. She's like a conservative person. Pocahontas, Elizabeth Warren, she's considered like a conservative person. These people, they've gone crazy. They've gone loco. Yeah. Oh, and the reason he said loco is because Mexicans were in the room. And he knew that he figured he would appeal to them as he talked about trade with Mexico. For her part, Elizabeth Warren making a little news. It's not great quality. Mm. However, uh, said she might consider a presidential run. So mm-hmm. it's going to see what happens November 6th and then take a, again, right? She's a hard there. look mm-hmm. at that. Jeff Flake's thinking about it now. Really? Yep. Not surprising there. Interesting. Interesting. He saw him on 60 Minutes. Uh, Jim, <laughs> we're moving on. Yeah, please. California. That's a place you ought to be, unless you're a surfer in, off the coast of SoCal, Uh-oh. because that's where shark attacks happen. Oh, brave. He kept screaming, and then he, I kind of heard that like, I got bit, and uh, there was a seal swimming around us. And so I kind of put two and two together when I started paddling towards him, and there's a big old, you know, wake of blood behind him. Ten-foot streak of blood, 15-year-old out-in-the-water surfer, uh, bit a couple times in the shark, uh, by a shark. It's, it's got uh, real nasty bites over the kid's shoulder and stuff. He was uh, rescued, but, uh, you know, Hamill, he was a, a kayaker out there, and he immediately knew something was wrong. And he flopped on top, and then just his entire back was open. Uh, you tell the shark, like, hit him in the clavicle, ripped open everything in the back, and then the top teeth came down and got his cheek. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. Now, Jim, shark attacks on the rise. I got some notes for you. 2017, yeah. unprovoked shark attacks. How many in the country? 15. Moira. Yes. Uh, 30. Sorry, Jim gets the point. It's 53. Wait, I just said more than he did. Yeah, but he had a five, and that was the first oh, number. Right. And he it doesn't five seem right. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unprovoked shark attacks. Mm-hmm. Unprovoked shark attacks. Jim, out of the 53, how many were in Florida? Of the 53. 40, 21. <laughs> oh, two, for Pete's three. sake. Points. It's 31. I thought I Good job. Mm-hmm. Points. 31 of the 53 shark attacks uh, considered in Florida, in the Florida waters. Yeah, yeah what's a, a shot attack, a bite? Is it a there are more dog bites in Florida yeah. Yeah, than there bite. are shark bites. Oh. Is it a nip? Half the time, it's a nip. It's not even a bite. Yeah, you got your foot hanging from your surfboard. The shark thinks it's a bluefish or something, or pompano. Yeah. That's all that's happening. Go stand on the beach at New Smyrna when they're dragging these uh, people, you know, bleeding after a shark. No, it's just a nip. Get back it's out there. It's a nip. There. Don't be a baby. Mother Ocean calls me back, dude. Your mother Ocean. Oh, ridiculous. And then, uh, but I'm getting back in. Jim, yeah. people like unique places to propose. I know we're tight on time. Mm. Let's just cruise through this. Sure. Texas couple, uh, 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 you know, the guy wanted to pr- propose to his girl, takes her. They went up a 13,000-foot peak oh, no. uh, in a mountain near Denver, Colorado to Pikes propose. Peak. And, it, well, it's near. Uh, it's just a, th- uh, a pair hike to the top of this peak yeah. near Denver. Mount Jasper, actually. Oh, yeah, is. Jasper. Not Mount yeah, Jasper. Yeah, but, you know, so then I they had to come down. They got lost. They weren't prepared for the weather. They got stuck. 
Stop it. And, and then they could have... Wait a minute. They got a, They went up there to get married? No, no they went up there. He proposed Oh, okay, got gotcha, you. Surprises gotcha, gotcha. her with a ring, gets on a one yeah. day, does a proposal. Now they're coming back uh, to celebrate. They got lost. Oh, then they, they didn't have way. food. They didn't have the proper clothing because then it got dark and, you know, they had to start screaming for help. Oh. They go to this peak on top of the Continental Divide with a 360-degree view of the world. It's over 3,000-foot climb. Jasper Peak is just under 13,000 feet. Oh, brother. Yeah, this is the sheriff explaining what went wrong. So as it got started getting dark, there's no trail to see. And they had come down a ridge line and cliffed out, they called it. They came to a cliff, they couldn't go any farther, and they were standing there yelling for help. So uh, people who were camping nearby heard them. They were able to connect them with help. So I know you're wondering, you know, the engagement. Did she say yes? Is it still on? Right. Last thing I said, so is the engagement still on? <laughs> and she said, oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> So they are engaged, yeah, Jim, and they have a memorable story for their engagement. And uh, so finally, Jim, yes, it's uh, time to say goodbye to Rick from The Walking Dead. Uh, actor Andrew Lincoln, they, the season starts on Sunday. It's the ninth season of Walking Dead. It's his final season uh, playing the part of Rick Grimes. And here he is talking on the red carpet about the goodbye. And I have to play this because it's so weird watching him for so many seasons. And then when you hear the accent. There's only so many um, sports days you can miss and really call yourself a father. So I think it was time for me to get back for some important days and just be around and have some continuity back home. Your relationship with Rick is not over. You're going to come back and shadow. I will be shadowing. I can't wait, actually. I think my wife's been keen to kick me out of the house and says, go back and see them. Yeah. Stop moping around and making chutney. So they are smashing, absolutely smashing, don't you think? He's Does making it? chutney. He has a solid American accent when he's acting. That's oh, Andrew that's Lincoln's acting. real voice. And, uh, you know, uh, the his final season begins on Sunday. I think it's easier Dead. for English actors to uh, do an Amer so-called American accent or yeah. vice versa. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think it's easier to do the American accent. I think ever since uh, Kevin Costner butchered that uh, that accent mm -hmm. in Robin Hood, I think American actors said, I'm, we're not going there. We're, out of we're, not, we're not doing mm -hmm. that. Hey, see you naked Serena Williams on our oh, website, God. realradio.fm. There we go. Thank you, Jack. Good job. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A new study shows that more than 250 people have died of selfie sides between 2011 and 2017. Nothing like dying in the name of vanity. Am I right? Next, according to NASA, a skull-shaped comet they've nicknamed the Great Pumpkin will pass by Earth just after Halloween. That's cool and all but they clearly haven't thought about how all over the world boys named Linus will be passing out in pumpkin patches. Finally, Mississippi Governor Phil Bryant was sure he had lost his wedding ring back in 1989 until a man found it in an old couch just recently. Boy. He could have saved himself 30 years of headaches had he just checked the couch. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Eye Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. Orlando City journeys to Texas to take on FC Dallas this Saturday. Coverage begins at 7.30 p.m. on Real Radio 104.1 and iHeartRadio. From... You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 
So I'm watching this uh, documentary on HBO, this Jane Fonda documentary that I think debuted this past weekend. And uh, not bad. I can give it a B plus. And um, but towards the end, because it's Jane Fonda in five acts. And uh, the last act uh, was from her marriage from Ted Turner, to, you know, to where she is today. And uh, so she visits Ted Turner. And Ted Turner also was interviewed for CBS Sunday Morning yesterday by Ted Koppel. Mm-hmm. He's not doing well at all. Turner? Really? How so? He has Lewy body dementia, yeah. doesn't he? What's that one? Which one? What is that? It's that was a form of dementia, but it's not Alzheimer's. That was what Robin Williams had, right? Yeah, I think so. think so. And, I mean, if you remember Ted Turner, Ted Turner was a, a bon vivant. I mean, he was just packed full of energy. I mean, he was just this, had no political correctness to him at all. Mm-hmm. Got out there, won the America's Cup, and the America's Cup was really a big deal. The big sailboat regatta that everybody used to watch because uh, because I think the Great Brit- was a Great Britain that owned the Cup for years and years and years, and it was Ted Turner who was, I think, dubbed yeah, Captain Courageous or something right, like that. Cup, yeah. And he won the yeah. America's Cup. Mm-hmm. And he was just, you know, hail fellow well met and a drinker and a boozer and a skirt chaser and an entrepreneur and took all these chances. Oh, sure. Then, of course, he started CNN. He did. And he was always, Ted Turner was one of those guys that always had something to say, whether you liked it or not. Never politically correct. I don't think he was necessarily, uh, you know, a, a bore, so to speak. But, you know, just uh, I'm Ted Turner. And if you don't like it, that's your problem. Not, but he's not, he's not. Does he look like his old self? Does he look like uh, himself? He looks like Ted Turner. Does you know, he? He's got that mustache. Sure. Does you know, he... he's got that mm-hmm. dimple in his chin. Yeah. He's heavier. Oh. Got a, you know, kind oh, of oh, a gut. belly on, gut, yeah, mm-hmm. belly on him now. But he's just not. When he speaks, just, does he uh, seem firing? I mean, he, I think he? he's firing on all cylinders. It's just there's not a lot of uh, foot to the pedal, so to speak. And he is about eighty. <laughs> would you say I think he's eighty, eighty-one, eighty something? Yeah. Well, it happens, you know. Yeah, but you don't have to like it because <laughs> that's what you're doing. You're oh, you're, no. you're projecting. You're going. Wait a minute. I'm going to get Subtract this. Take this number and subtract it. No. He's seventy-nine. Seventy-nine. Mm-hmm. Points. Coming up in November. Well, then Ted Koppel was wrong. Well, he'll be 80. What are you going to believe? Eight Pinkman weeks. or Ted Koppel? In eight weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Not even. Yeah, you get yeah. that close, then you're 80. He's 80 ish. But more he owns a giant ranch in uh, in Montana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 60,000 acres or something like that. And besides donating a billion dollars to the United Nations, besides creating CNN, which mm. he did. Besides winning the America's Cup, which he did, besides all these other things, he also helped restore a significant uh, buffalo population in the United States after it was decimated. It was down to just, I think, a couple of thousand buffalo from hundreds of thousands, if not millions, in the last, in the 1800s. And uh, we almost shot them to extinction. But anyway, but he also has a uh, Buffalo Burger uh, restaurant. Franchise, <laughs> so it's okay to have them at your restaurant. Well, you know, you gotta call the herd, and that's part of creating the herd is to, I guess, make buffalo burgers, bison burgers, which I don't think I've ever had. Uh, I don't think I have either. I've had one before. How is it? They're better for you, they're I think, good. than uh, they're lean. They're not fat. They don't have as much fat. They, they are leaner. Cow meat. 
And buffalo, it doesn't take as much to uh, for them to graze as it does uh, beef cattle. So much water. It's so much water. They require regular cows. I mean, beef cows. Yeah, we should eat more buffalo. Yeah, but it's not water for con- for to, to drink. It's water no, to for the grow feed the grass. In there, yeah. Mm-hmm. We yeah. should do what with buffalo? We should eat more of them. To hell with cows. I'm a buffalo man now. Well, they even have beefalo, mm. like a combo. That's fake news. No, no. It's not. I like the wings during football. Buffalo wings is different altogether. That's the sauce. You don't know. I kind of do. Anyway, he doesn't look like he's in the best shape. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the movie The Haunting? Mm-mm. No. With Liam Neeson and Owen Wilson? Sounds scary. Because no. I thought I read someplace, this is a very, one of the top scariest, one of the top five scariest movies of all time. I thought I had read that. Because mm-hmm. I came across it the other day over the weekend, and I said, ah, I'm not, I'm not going to see if this is one of the top five scariest movies of all time. No. It's not? I, no, I, Do you have I'm a list? A, I'm afraid to see that. Of the scariest movies of all time? Yeah. Not on me. They must have a horror list. Or scary is different than horror, right? Research. What's is it the no. same? Well, scary, scary can be horror. There's there's a suspense. I prefer horror that suspense horror mm-hmm. as opposed to gore. Yeah, I'm not talking about a slasher film. I just right. suspenseful movie. Yeah, one of those like <laughs> <laughs> open that door. <laughs> like, Do not open that door. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if this movie is on the list yeah. considering how lowly rated it is. Well, Yee. Owen Wilson, and I saw, and I yeah. said, how. Scary can this movie be with Owen Wilson in it? Really? Yeah, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, well, a ghost! Oh my god! Yeah, he's got that, <laughs> he's got that voice that's way up there. Wow! Uh, you know I mean, what? I done uh, yeah, that rape murder on the wall. He talks like that, you know? I yeah, all the there. time. It yeah, said, that's the way he talks. <laughs> it said red rum on the window. I was like, wow, that's scary. Wow, that's, that's scary. Wow. <laughs> Here's Dave on Real Radio. Go ahead, Dave. Jim, I got a trouble. I got a problem. Uh-oh. All right, quickly, running out of time. What do you got? All right. Well, so to to make matters short, I was down at Winter Park Art Festival a while back, and I I found laying on one of the uh, craftsmen's tables in there a red U Matter business card. Uh oh. Yeah. I, I asked the man, "Do you know what this is?" He had no clue. I told him, "Listen, this re- this represents." The most listened to, the highest rated program from kindergarten to the death grave in the state of Florida and beyond of any other radio program ever, ever heard. Oh, That's yeah. correct. He, oh, still, yeah. he still didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah. So I told him what it was. But the thing is, he said, well, you can keep it. Now, I was taken aback by that for a minute that he didn't know how what a great find this was. Yeah, yeah, foolish. But yeah. second of all, I put it in my pocket, mm-hmm. and I've kept it since the Winter Park Art festival, yes, and I did not. I did not legally win this card from you mm-hmm. uh, by by a defeat uh, in closest to the pen or anything else. So I want to know: is it tainted and unclean, no. and do I need to dispose of it, no. or can I keep it? Not at all, sir. Yeah, because you of your honesty and the veracity of your story, I have the power to grant you good fortune for the rest of your life, and I hereby do so. Oh, oh wow! Wait. Cool. Oh wow! Can I ask you a question? Uh, yeah. What? Oh, is yeah. it is the card signed? It doesn't matter, sir. Uh, all that matters is that I bestow good fortune upon you, which I have, sir. Eee, witchcraft. It sounds like he's the Wizard of Oz or something. You have been granted know. good fortune for the rest of your life. God bless you, sir. Go. My first call to you was in 1992. I've wow. been listening ever since. Nice. Thank you very much. You're welcome, sir. Oh, Go okay. in peace. Oh, boy. Listen to you. Jim, the scary version of The Haunting. 
came out in 1963, rated the ninth scariest movie of all time. Who's in that? Starring the great Russ Tamblin. Stop it. I swear to God. No way. Stop yes. it. Are you kidding me? See, listen to you. Look kidding. how excited what? you got with that. Russ Tamblin. Russ Tamblin is one of the unsung oh, heroes so of much. Hollywood. Oh, a dancer, an actor. Yeah, sure, a bon vivant. Sure he is. Uh-huh. Did he star or was he oh, just in it? No, he was. He's like the fourth actor down on the list, but I see him in this picture I'm looking at. He's on some show. I don't know if it's, it's a Netflix or Hulu or something like that. Is he alive still? Russ Tamblin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? He's got to be up there, though. He's up, he might be up there, but he's, he's still there, alive. He's still cooking. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. From his first When you're a jet, he's a jet all All the way. way. I know. It's the Phillips File on Real (laughs) Radio 104.1. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. It's time once again for the Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Michael's here. Douglas just walked in. Good to see you guys. Uh, Douglas, what's going on with your hair? Jim, I decided to shave it. I like it. Thank you. Right. Oh. Can't hear myself. There we go. Yeah, oh, I like sound it. good. Um, what, thank uh, you. What brought that on, though? <laughs> I don't know. I just got sick of it. Breaking Bad binge. It's you know, oh. there's that there's that giant hole in the back. Mm-hmm. You know, he looks like he looks like that uh, reporter for the New York Times, the guy that wrote that book that you're reading about the NFL. Oh yes, Leibowitz, Mark Leibowitz. Mark, Mark Leibowitz. Yeah. He's a. Yeah, he's a I don't know him, but I yeah, I look like a mm-hmm. Jewish man. Stop it. No. <laughs> oh, you're a tough Very guy. It's a tough guy. Is, no. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. 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 This is my Walter White look too. Oh yeah, good. You are See? the danger. Yeah. yeah, nice. I like That's it. Like Thank a you. Chameleon all all year long. Like every few weeks you get to look at him and say, Doug, what you're what fatter, is that you're, you're thinner, you have a beard, you don't have a beard, you have hair, you don't have hair. It's, it's an ever-changing edifice. I like that about you, Douglas. You're Thank willing you, to change your I, look. I, I, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not uh, making fun of it. I'm not I didn't say you were. I was just saying. You know. uh, he morphs into other things. It makes for good radio. Talk yeah. about what he looks like. That's right. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Thank, right, thank you. you. If it gets oh. me a little airtime, I'll shave. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. If it's, if it's not the onesie show, you know, I can. If yeah. I, Michael, if you're, you're, <laughs> you've already you're done one of your. your uh, he, I'm sorry. You, you're doing your. Did I hear you say that you're doing your taffy show this year without shaving? No, I'm doing it. No, I'm, I'm going to shave. Oh, you're gonna you shave. have to. Oh, you have right. a beard with taffy. Yeah, she's a woman. <laughs> Seriously. No, what's please. wrong with you, not Michael? Michael, you got your show me. underway mm-hmm. at Oscar Wilde. Yeah, we were thrilled. We sat over Gross 100 people for a drama at the Parliament House. That's kind of unheard of. I heard it went well. It Well, it fell apart a little bit in the last 10 minutes. There were a couple of things, but for a show of that length and for as intense as it was, I was thrilled. Were they quiet? Because they I, were. You could hear. I know. Good. Well, I got them a little drunk. Some of them. Uh oh. Well, you yeah, never yeah. know how people get when they right. get sus- a little, we, some of those Parliament House drinks in them. Because it's a drama, <laughs> right. we we suspend right. drink service during the show. Oh, Is that right? Yeah. You're kidding. Yeah. So oh, no they, kidding. Yeah. Oh, so they straighten up. So you yeah. buy four, yeah. you know, cocktails before the well, show. They could, yeah. Or the intermission. Yeah. Well, I have the. I'm always I'm always amazed by you two fellers. What? Uh, well, people who can remember their lines. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how you do it. I don't know if it's a God-given talent or a yeah, trick yeah. or there's some kind there's of training. There's a lot in this show, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's I have part trick, of the script here. Yes. You do? Yes, I do, right oh, here. Oh, 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 I see. Oh. So do you know, your, I imagine you know your lines. I hope so, Jim. What is One this scene hope. that you have marked here uh, on page you're, 34? You're playing um, uh, Clark, who is the... Uh, Clark. 
prosecutor, you're the attorney oh. for the defendant, and okay. you're uh, you're trying to you're you're trying to get people to understand that maybe I have unnatural devices mm. based on my writings, and you have just read a rather saucy excert from Dorian Gray, and now you're saucy. questioning me. Uh, okay, it. are you ready? Trying, you're trying to make a correlation between what I wrote as All fiction. Right. Well, and, pardon me if I fump uh, for a few times. No, I'm not a trained trained actor. Michael, you won't be on script. That's correct. Okay. Hey, no. Just, I don't know how you guys do it. Yeah, I really don't. And you ought to see this. This thing is 80 pages. Mm-hmm. And you have to remember all, every page. Yeah, look at that. Oh, all that highlighting. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. I'll just start. Do you mean to say that that passage describes the natural feeling of one man towards another? It would be the influence produced by a beautiful personality. A beautiful person. No, I said a beautiful personality. You may describe it as you like. Dorian Gray's was the most remarkable personality. May I take that you, as an artist, have never known the feeling you described here? I have never allowed any personality to dominate my art. Then you have never known the feeling you described? No, it was borrowed from Shakespeare, the idea was. Yes, from Shakespeare's sonnets. But let us go back over phrase by phrase. I quite admit that I adored you madly. What do you have to say to that? Have you ever adored a young man madly? No, not madly. I would prefer love. It is a higher form. Never mind about that. Let us keep going down to the level we are now. I have never expressed admiration for anyone other than myself. Then you have never had that feeling? No, I told you it was borrowed from Shakespeare. Yes. I grew jealous of everyone to whom you spoke. Have you ever been jealous of a young man? Never in my life. I wanted to have you all to myself. Quote, have you ever had that feeling? No, I would consider it a nuisance, an intense bore. Cut! Oh, we are terrific. If you need a two stand in. Two Jimmys right there, yeah. You're there only go. as good as the actor you act with. I know. And Michael, you, was, Michael, was, you were spectacular. James Rose, your level. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was right I, out of the gate. Yeah. I'm telling you. you had a... He affected an accent. It's rather dashing. I screwed up one line. I said the Shakespeare line. It's all right. You went on, but it's all right. But see, you just keep. And I like how you kept the pace going too. I was very good. Yeah, very good time. The show again is Gross Indecency: The Three Trials of Oscar Wilde. Next performance is this Saturday. Then there's one on Wednesday the 17th, and we close on Saturday the 27th. Tickets are available at eventbrite.com. And Oscar Wilde, of course, was uh, a bon vivant right in the 1800s. and um, mm-hmm. Oh, you like to say bon vivant. Well, I do. It's to my I words, know, yeah. bon yeah, vivant. I you know, bon like vivant. Ted Turner, but a the bon vivant. The trial took place in 1895 mm-hmm. with a law that was on the books until 1967. Ooh. Anyway, good yeah. job. Thank you, sir. You did a great job too. Well, thank you so much. Well, maybe <laughs> in your maybe when you retire, you come out and I'll be in the um, show. Well, I'm heading west, as a matter of Are fact. Are you? What does that oh, mean? It sounds what? like you're- Hollywood. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Heading west is often. Well, I got my retirement. I don't have to wait tables or do anything. I don't. Yeah. I thought he. So I just go to audition, 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 and get something will happen. Did you guys get to the movies? I did not, Jim. Oh, Michael, did I you? you left to go to the movies yesterday. Last night? No, I went to go uh, do other things that are important right now. <laughs> I see. Yeah. It's okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I did. What'd I, you see? I saw um, the house with the clock in the wall or something like that. Oh, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. That was... Yeah. And I saw The Nun. Oh, you saw two Ooh. movies? What? Yeah. Oh. 
Well, I stayed up all night partying. I was so delighted at how well the play had gone. I so I slept all day Sunday, and then I went to two movies after that All right, party. I will tell you that that clock in the wall, House with a Clock in the Wall, was third what is that? at the box office. Horror movie, right? Jack Black. No, no, it's a, a kid's a, movie. It's a fantasy kind yeah. of Oh, uh, maybe well, yeah, it's a fantasy it horror. It says it's for families, but I hear it's dark. It is very dark. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the only thing that make it for families is that there's a little boy in it. I don't know, but Jack Black is a, yeah. is a warlock in it. And um, who's the who's the woman actress? Um, very Big Kate Blanchett. Points. Is, yeah. a, mm-hmm. is a witch. Yeah. And is the, it set in modern times? Or it is. It? is. It's set in today. They... Just happen to live in this creepy house that the people in the neighborhood think is haunted, and the little boy's parents get killed in a car accident, and he's sent to live with this uncle he's never met, mm. who mm. turns out to be a warlock, and they teach him how to be one too. Oh, but the problem is that the man who used to own the house was a bad warlock, and he left it cursed with a clock in the wall to drive Jack Black crazy. Oh. So for the year or two that he's lived in the house, he's him and and Kate Blanchett are constantly going into crawl spaces and in the walls and stuff, trying to find the clock that won't stop ticking. That's driving them nuts. But in the process of doing so, they oh, it's like the unleash, Telltale Heart. Uh, they unleash, oh, yeah, yeah. darker power. Actually, boom. it had a lot in common with the Nun, which I saw back to back. That was it. number five at the box office. <clears throat> the Nun. Who's in that? Um, I don't know. Nobody. Uh, nobody. nobody. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. no one I could recognize anyway. I'd like to recognize the main lead, though. Oh, my goodness. Was Frenchie. His name was Frenchie. He was he a priest? His character's beautiful. name was Frenchie? Yes. He was, uh, he, the, the movie takes place in Romania, but he's French-Canadian, mm. pretending he's from France because they'll respect that. That's more romantic. Demi Arnsbyshire. He's, he's a ladies' man, oh. and he comes on to the nun right the moment he meets her. But anyway, it's about a convent up in the hills, in, in mountaintops of Romania, uh, near a village where everybody thinks it's haunted, where oh, where basically the devil is locked into Another a scary thing, movie. and they have to keep twenty four hour prayer going aloud in order to keep him contained. And if that's interrupted, there's trouble. Well, so anyway. is he some kind of wise ass that just tries to get everybody? To, well, he's, he's the, the, or is he the, really the, the devil? Beast, the beast uh, takes the form of a nun, so that he blends in with the. The, this the, the convent full of nuns, so that you don't. Satan, be gone. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, but his <laughs> yeah. big thing is he he drives mm-hmm. he he drives people to commit suicide because if you let him get into your mind, then he could yeah. use your body for to be a host. But they're all such good Catholics that just keep killing themselves so, to deny him a host. I don't want to see either one of these movies. But oh, is, they sound terrible. Well, actually. there was one part in it, though, that oh, it makes me, un- you know, that I don't like closed spaces. And this is, you remember how they used to have the Belge gym yeah. on the on the tombstones? Yes. With a cord going into the right. coffin because right. they, they didn't embalm you. Right. In case they accidentally buried you, then you could ring the bell from inside your casket. Correct. You know, they all start ringing. The whole cemetery full of them start oh, ringing. Oh, jeez. Oh, they unleash every dead priest Uh-oh. and none is... Uh, none, none all right, so we got a house, what, a house with a clock on the wall? Is that it? Yeah. A house with a clock on the wall. In yeah, wall. what's that? Yeah. What'd you give them? It, pink it was, triangles. It's just a lot of fun and fun of that. And the CGI is wonderful. But it was long, overly long and too much CGI. Um, I just, I give them both a solid three. Oh, three. and the non-one yeah. also? Yeah. Okay. Huh. All right. Douglas, you have any trivia? 
I do, Jim. All right, we'll get to that when we oh, come back. Good. I, you scared me. That's okay. <laughs> I've already settled in. <laughs> More of right Monday yeah. movie review okay. when we come back on Real Radio 104.1. Back to uh, Monday movie review with Oscar Wilde and uh, <laughs> Douglas. Yes. Very, very true. You are Dorian Gray, aren't you, Mr. Wilde? <laughs> Well, and how long will you continue with your sodomite ways? <laughs> oh my word! I don't think that's in there. Honestly, Jim, they're li- they were little. They didn't have a word for it back then. No. I believe my name is Edward, or was it Peter? What Edward was? Clark. Edward. Yes. Mm-hmm. For sodomy, you know, address, they didn't have a word. Address me as Mister Prosecutor. Sodomy, they had a word for. It. They didn't have a word for homosexual. Right. Mm. Anyway, Douglas, you got some trivia. Did they have a word for boofing. Hey, hey! <laughs> what listen. are you doing? <laughs> I don't know if you can say that on the radio. What is wrong with you? That man just a liar. Oh, look, just, he's getting them all worked uh, up I'm now. About did Devil you watch Triangle. that? You watched no, it Thursday? Yeah. yeah, I watched it. Uh-huh, everybody did. Just stood there, God. <laughs> what? It looked to me like he was high on coke, and I've seen a lot of people high on coke. I'm just throwing that out there. Stop it. You don't know anything about him. I think they had to just pull a keg in there and, uh, you know, Let some solo cups and just... See what happens. Have a couple belts and see what happens. Matt yeah. Damon had it down, too. Oh, All right, Douglas, what do you got for us? Brilliant. This yeah. is easy as the first little category. What did Gloria Gaynor use as the title of her autobiography? Moira, I Will Survive. I Will Survive is correct. What type of birds that imitate the sounds of other birds helped Jim, Darwin... Bird. That's correct. He helped Darwin make his theory of evolution. Eggs... What is the gloomy word used for a hen sitting on eggs in a nest? Wansy rooster? No. Gloomy word. Gloomy Gloomy word. um, Smothering? No. Oh. She's brooding. Oh, brooding. What stir fried Chinese dish of shredded meat and vegetables is mixed with with scrambled eggs and then rolled onto a thin pancake? Oh, no, Moira. No, no, no. It's um, it's a it's a two words. It's Egg like roll. a. You can do it, Mo. Come puh. on. It's a p. There's a p in it, right? Yeah. No. Oh, rats. No, I'm thinking. There's three things that sound about the same, but this particular one. Oh, this pan. particular one is mushu. Oh, oh see, mushu pork. Yeah, um, <laughs> Guidepost magazine was founded in 1945 by what positive thinking minister? Oh, you oh, know. It's, no, uh, it's, no uh, what's his name? Yeah. Not Zig Ziglar. He, but, no, it wasn't Ziggy. No, it was, it was um, three names. L. Ron Hubbard. Yes, that's yes. it. It is three names. I know. Um, L. Ron Hubbard. No, no that's no, not very really popular with presidents for a while. There. Yeah, who is Rally it? Post. Dr. Norman Vincent Norman Peale. 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 Right. Oh, those French. What tasty pastry name comes from the French word for lightning? Uh, Jim, that's Eclair. Eclair is correct. Oh, nice. Wow. Uh, 80s TV. What was the name of the show within a show on Murphy Brown? Oh, yeah. What was the name oh, of that show? Wazzy uh, Timeline. It's not. Oh, cl- really? close. <laughs> um, mm, nope. FYI. Oh. There it is. What borough did the Huxtables live on on the Cosby show? They lived in Moira. Moira. The, uh, the uh, Bronx? Queens. No. Jan Brooklyn. Brooklyn. They lived in a brownstone oh. in Brooklyn. Nice. Uh, what state is directly north of Kansas? Jim, Nebraska. Nebraska is correct. What state is directly north of Arkansas? Wansey, Missouri. Missouri is correct. Look at you. you Musical instruments. States. Debbie Turner was crowned 1990s Miss America after playing the flight of the bumblebee on what Jim. xylophone of African origin? Oh, oh the, of African origin? Yes. Well, that would be the uh, the uh, thumb, uh, that thumb thing. No. No. 
wants um, the a marimba. Marimba is correct. Excellent. In, in nice. chamber music, a string trio consists of what three instruments? Jim, cello. cello. Yes. Violin. Yes. Viola. Viola. Mm-hmm. Yes. Look at you. What Points. group had a huge hit in 1989 with Baby I Love You? Never mind. In 1982, oh. the Queen Elizabeth II was re- re- requisitioned Wansi, to send Long troops. Long Beach, California. To send troops to what island? Oh, Jim Falkland Island. Island is correct. <laughs> sports! Go oh, sports. Nailed it. Popular in baseball games. What is another word for exp- exp- uh, expectoration? Jim, spitting. spitting. Spitting is correct. Ew. Uh, where do, uh, what is the name of the arena where uh, the bicycle tracks are? Wansia Velodrome. Velodrome is correct. Mm. Look at you. Um, what, one word, what one word can either be a nickname for a writer or a cab driver? Jim Hack. Hack yes, is correct. Nice. Born in 1774, how is John Capman better known to most Americans? Moira. Oh, um, no, Johnny I mean, that Appleseed. Was my answer. No, Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> Johnny Appleseed. Johnny Appleseed is correct. I one more. Gay, 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 gay. gay. Yeah, here gay, we go. Gay, gay. Gloria Swanson <laughs> utters the immortal t- line, I am big, it's the pictures that got small. In what classic film? Sunset Boulevard. Sunset America. Boulevard is great. Right. William Holden. It was announced last week that. Oh, never mind. In what musical will you find the song "All That Jazz"? Oh, you know more. Jack Chorus Line. No. Pingman Stomp. It's what you always guess. Jim, that is Seven Brides for Seven no, Brothers. It's not Jim. Damn it. Or this no. house. Chicago. New house. Chicago. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Sure. It was, Mr. Cellophane. It yeah. was falsely reported last <laughs> week that what TV characters are gay? Moira, okay. Bert and Ernie. Bert and Ernie there we go. Correct. Good job. Thank you very much. What are you guys up to? Trivia every Wednesday at Hamburger <coughs> Mary's. You're back. We're back. And it was busy okay. last week. We had 12 teams and fun, fun, fun. Filthy. God, it's fun. Oh, filthy? No. What does that mean, filthy? Just drink well, and the, the team names are dirthy. Not anymore. Out, no, we don't. porn with we, titles no, like we you do can't not That's not the Not at Hamburger Mary's. Not at Hamburger Mary's. Oh, at Hamburger Mary's. I'm sorry. No. Yes. Well, <laughs> but the, the names nor- are still dirty. Well, the, you used to do it at the, the Greyhound team names station. Are dirty and and, the, yeah, fun. But mm-hmm. anyway, I of course am doing Oscar Wilde this Saturday. And uh, how long the, is the show? Find me on Facebook if you want to join my Dance for the Holidays dance class that begins on October 29th. Mm-hmm. The show is yeah. with the how intermission. It? It's intermission. A, yes, there's an intermission. It's a two act show. With the intermission, it's about two hours and fifteen minutes long. They got to hawk cocktails at some point. Yeah. Because they stop well, you from needs drinking. An intermission. Right. It has an intermission. Yeah. You know, Jim, don't forget a very taffy Christmas is coming to the Parliament House. It's a cabaret show. What is that about, Doug? Oh, uh, Jim, I play a 62-year-old retired prostitute who uh, comes in and does a cabaret show with some of her friends. And yeah. it, you know, he does that taffy face. It is just fall out of your seat phone. But taffy they, they don't want it to be a, just a Christmas show, so oh. I, I have to bring in a little Hanukkah. Do you? Um, uh-huh, very nice for yes, the Jews. a little, a little yeah. uh, Kwanzaa uh-huh. and mm-hmm. uh, some other stuff. And, and people get up and sing, and it, oh. legitimate people get up and sing beautifully. And, I see. Yeah, mm-hmm. And then there's taffy. people out of the crowd? Funny. No, no, no. 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 And, and then there's taffy singing, too. We give sure. prizes away, and there's <laughs> yeah. an opportunity to just come up and hand Jack me money. Once, and Doug yeah. once devised the show. That he, he, uh, he did a cabaret at the Abbey in downtown Orlando uh-huh. where he didn't sing. Every time he started to introduce a song, he'd go, oh, wait, I think so-and-so's in the audience, and they do this really yeah. good. You want to come up? And it was listed as my first cabaret ever. The show was called All By Myself, <laughs> and I never, never sang a song. In this one, do you sing? Uh, I sing half a song, yeah. Half a song? Yeah. I sing. Beautifully, I might add. I, all right, well. 
Yeah. What time? When does it start? Uh, it's the first and the eighth of December. You didn't that think it's going to put you in the holiday for a mood. Mormon hymn? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Michael, is your show set in contemporary times, or is it set in the eighteen nineties? It's it's Both. mostly transcripts from the actual trial from eighteen ninety five yeah. and from writings of that time period, but it's um, presented in present gotcha. time as a as a storytelling yeah. device. Another show, next show this Saturday night. Yes, sir. At seven, go. early curtain. Oh. You're out, and you know, Jim. It, <laughs> you know, your your ticket includes complimentary club cover for the entire rest of the evening. Well, how so can you go it's wrong? It's like there. getting ten dollars <laughs> off the cost of your ticket. This week you is can a stay big, and see um, a female impersonation yeah, show, or sure. go dancing in the disco, or big fundraiser for uh, breast cancer. It's a breast cancer fundraiser this uh, Saturday night. Uh, uh, Libby's Legacy. So, yeah, it's there a fun night. All right, guys, thank you very much. Thank you for thank Monday you for Movie thank Review. You for 20 years. This has been the Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Time for a check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A man from New Jersey has won the $1 million lottery after using the lucky numbers from a fortune cookie he ate. This is probably literally the only guy that this has ever worked for. He can buy a lot of gabagool now. Next, an elderly woman in Titusville scared off a naked intruded by taking her dentures out and shouting grandma no teeth at him. What? Was she going to gum him to death? Finally, an Atlanta man has been arrested after stealing 150 pounds of waddle mix. He apparently sold it to a stream of buyers because I guess the underground waffle market is alive and well. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File blog. Go there to see Serena Williams sing at realradio.fm. And transmission. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin. 407-916-1041. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be Close. That's right, you've got that right. The game is closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. That's right, time for that regular round of closest to the pin. I'm playing against Gilbert. Paul is the backup. And what is the prize? Oh, boy, it's a pair of tickets to a petrified forest. Prepare yourself for this Halloween experience, a new format with all new scares in Central Florida's premier haunted scare trail. Within this Altamont Springs haunted house, you will find over 85,000 square feet of sheer horror. More info at petrifiedforest.com. So much fun. My uh, my daughters love going to that thing every year. We're there. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, it's gotten bigger and bigger and better. It's It's really neat. All right, let's get this underway, and let's get Gilbert on board. Hello, Gilbert. Ready to play? Yes, sir. How are you doing, Phyllis File? We're yeah, doing so great. Good. Thanks for asking. We have a category for you. It's it's our first game of the month. It's October 1st, so it's our first closest to the pin category of the month. And all year long, uh, the first game of the month, we like to uh, spe- pay special tribute to first responders. Uh, as you know, first responder is any individual who runs toward an event rather than away and so we like to tip our hat to the first responders thanks to brad 
co-producer for All Gaming. He Thanks, writes Brad. he writes the categories. And today it's nine one one. What's your emergency? Mm. This is where it gets started. Do not take this system nor its operators for granted. First responders appreciation week. Are you ready to go, Gilbert? Yes, sir. All right, we're gonna reset the clock and begin in three, two, one. In the United States, the first catalyst for a nationwide emergency telephone number was when the National Association of Fire Chiefs recommended use of a single number for reporting fires. What year was that? 1910. Senator Rankin fight in Haleyville, Alabama placed the first 911 call. What year was that? 1921. In what year was 911 officially established as the nation's emergency call in number? 1931. Approximately what percentage of the geographic U.S. is covered by some type of 911? 78. Per the City of Orlando Police Department 2017 annual report, how many 911 calls were answered by the OPD last year to the nearest 100,000? 312,000. All right. Good job, Gilbert. Put you on hold. Let's get Jim back in. I'll write down his time. Oh, of. boy. <laughs> thanks again to Brad for the category. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Brad. And thanks to all our 911 operators out there. It's a, uh, a very stressful job. Oh, yes, I bet it is. I, I heard somewhere where, you know, burnout happens. You, you can only do the job for so long without not being able to continue. Hello, Jim. Oh, he's back. Hello. Hey, Jim, mm-hmm. it's October 1st today. Yeah. So not only is it a, a good reminder for pet owners to make sure you give your pets their monthly meds, because mm-hmm. I do mine on the 1st. Uh, however, it's also the day that we set aside the first closest to the pin each month where we pay tribute to first responders. Thanks to Brad for writing the category. Yeah. 911, what's your emergency? <clears throat> so category about 911 uh, operators. Ready yeah. to go? Yeah. And the system. Here we go in three, two, one. In the United States, the first catalyst for a nationwide emergency telephone number yeah. was when the National Association of Fire Chiefs yeah. recommended use of a single number for reporting fires. What year was that? Uh, 1920. Senator Rankin fight in Haleyville, Alabama, placed the first 911 call. What year was that? 911 call. That 1974. In what year was 911 officially established as the the nation's emergency call-in number? 1978. Approximately what percentage of the geographic U.S. is covered by some type of 911? 80%. Per the City of Orlando Police Department's 2017 annual report, how many 911 calls were answered by the OPD last year to the nearest 100,000? 300,000. Time. Jim, I have your time. Sure. I have Gilbert's time. Okay. I'm adding five seconds to your time. That's Jim, fine. Because you were naughty. And so plus. I'm nice. Naughty no, and that's nice. Santa. And oh. everything spice. Okay. We had the time down. We okay. had the answers. Thanks to Brad. You have our gratitude, sir, for the category. 911, <laughs> what's your emergency? And thanks to all the people who do that job. Good nice. luck, Gilbert. Absolutely. Okay, so when the fire chief said, hey, we should have a single number for, for reporting fires. Uh, right. You know, I guess the single number only lasted for a while before they said, eh, there's too many mistakes happening here. Yep. What year did they try using the single number for reporting fires? Gilbert said. 1910. Jim. Ooh. 1920. 1957. Oh. Jim gets the point. 
Yeah, before that, it was dial O for operator. Right. Uh, Senator Rankin fight. He was the first one to place a 911 call. Yeah. Uh, what year? In Gilbert said. Mm, 1921. Jim. 74. 1968. Jim is closer. Indeed. It's currently the 50th anniversary of the first 911 call. Oh, excuse me. Uh, so, what year was it established as the nation's emergency call in number? It's by the Public Safety Act of that year. Yeah. What year? Gilbert said. 1931. Jim. 78. 1999. Oh, really? Yeah. Jim gets oh, the man. Point. We do things for a while before we make them official, I guess. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, what percentage of the geographic U.S. is covered by some type of 911 service? Gilbert. 78. Jim. 80. 98. Oh, wow. Jim is closer. Jim gets a point. You can't win, Gilbert. No, yeah, I'm afraid Sorry, bud. Yeah. And finally, let's bring it back to Orlando in 2017. Go OPD. On, Get on the board. OPD. How many, uh. how many 911 calls? Gilbert said. Three hundred twelve thousand. Oh Jim, my! Three hundred. The answer four hundred thousand. Gilbert gets a point. Good uh, job, Gilbert, but not good enough. Thanks for playing closest to the pin. I'm champ. Close on I am the greatest. I will win. I can't lose. Uh, Remember, there. close only counts in horseshoes uh, and grenades and closest to the pin. And this, I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? So in 2017, those uh, three, it was actually 378,000 911 calls, wow. resulting in how many arrests? Uh, 100,000. Oh, my goodness. No, 9,000 arrests. Oh. Not oh every, Out of 375? Yeah, not oh. every 911 call was is, a crime. leads to an arrest. Yeah, I see. Yeah. I didn't get enough fries. It could be a knock right, it off. I spilled off. my coffee. Well, that should be an arrest. <laughs> it could just be a knock it off, or it could be a fire. Ambulance. True. Good point. Better call Saul tonight, right? Oh, yeah. I'm oh, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all caught up oh, yeah, well, bro. until tonight yeah, at 9. Monday night right? football. Yeah. Monday night football yeah, yeah. is the Broncos and the Chiefs. Whoa. Check out the, the big sports brain on mm-hmm. both. Yeah, sports brain. It's an AFC West matchup. <laughs> it is. I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> going to be watching no of course not you watch yeah. any football uh, absolutely not Already i did lost. turn on by mistake uh one of the local channels and i saw my alma mater playing on tv and they were winning so i thought this is a shock i better just sit right down so i sat down and i watched the third quarter they're still winning the fourth quarter it was a little dicey they're still winning there's three minutes left in the game and big like up, almost a big upset like normally <laughs> in the toilet that would have been gigantic i know you jinxed them I should have like turned it off. What was I going to do? Yeah. Well, anyway, so yeah, big stink well, bomb has to turn down. Mark's watching politics. I had that's why I had to either that or HGTV or something. Jim, your Wednesday night viewing uh, baseball playoffs are happening now. Oh, now you're Couple in it, right? Tiebreaker games are Ooh. going on today. Wild card games. Yeah, Brewers uh, are Yankees advancing. Are Wait a minute. So. Who's in the wild card game? Okay, so in the wild card in the American League, yeah. the Yankees, Yankees are hosting the Oakland Athletics. Oh, boy. And it's when is that game? Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. Okay, I wonder who you're rooting for. The next morning, I have to leave for the airport at 4.30 in the morning. Oh but my. I have to watch this game. Uh, no. I do. No. Because, I do. Because <laughs> if the Yankees win on Wednesday. Okay, yeah. I'm listening. They advance to play Correct. the Boston Red Sox. Oh, God. In a best of five series. Right. Mm. The first two games would be in Boston. Yeah. The third game would be 
at Yankee Stadium on a Monday night a week from tonight. Guess where I will be Monday night a week from tonight? Yankee Montreal. Stadium. I will be actually back <laughs> from Montreal and in New York. Ooh. Whoa, Nelly. And I got my tickets today for the Yankee game. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Cool. That's if they make it that far. If they make it. Yeah. If they don't, I'm going to have to go through the Ticketmaster refund process. Good that- seats? I'm in the game, Jim. He's in the stadium. That's all you care about. Expensive, if if you don't mind me asking. In the game, Jim. Two hundred dollars. Let me. Yes. Let me just more more than two hundred. No. When I clicked on it at first, there were three different tiers. Like SRO, that's standing room only. I knew that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then I clicked on the premium seats, and the gauge would slide from starting price would be nine hundred dollars a ticket, and it went. Up from there, and I'm like, wait a second, and I went back, and then I clicked on regular seats because that was a mistake. And they, you know, about you know 170 starting price, and they have the Ticketmaster fees. And who's stuff. in the National League uh, wild card game? Bunch of other teams. No, who do you know? Uh, let's see. Well, Cubs lost to the Brewers today. Brewers advance. Um, Dodgers, I believe, are playing now. That will settle that uh, tomorrow, maybe. All right, yeah. Pinkman, mm-hmm. I'll take the Yankees on no. Wednesday. Okay, deal. Wait, that means you're betting. Yeah, one dollar. You're saying oh, the, oh, you, on. the, o, the Oakland A's win. Oh, Pinkman, you're really going to do that. Yankees are. No, why not? I love sports betting. <laughs> I owe him so much money. If he, if he loses a dollar, it's no big deal. <laughs> Wait, who, the Yankees are playing who again? The Oakland. Oakland A's. Yeah. yeah. A's, Pinkman. One dollar. It's the only game that matters to me. Because they have to win. If, now, right. yeah. this is if the Yankees rare. lose, boom, they're out. I have never been to, I've been to uh, two playoff games. Both were World Series with the Marlins. One of them was a Yankee Marlins World Series mm-hmm. I went to with Jim. Mm-hmm. I've never been to a playoff game at Yankee Stadium. Oh, it's going to be cool. very cool. Uh, you know and, how to get there? And I do. And they would be playing the Boston Red Sox. Oh, even better. All I need for them to do is win Wednesday night. Oh, okay. And that game is happening on right. Monday. Well, my flight isn't delayed or my oh, so drive from factors. Montreal. Oh, you're driving. I'm driving from New York to Montreal. Oh, this time of year? Oh, those icy roads. Well, icy. No, no, not no, yet. No, no, no. no, no, no. Oh, they're covered yeah. with leaves. Hey, oh, Siri, leaves will be beautiful. what's the weather in Montreal? Man, I hope. I don't know. Cloudy and 55 degrees in Montreal, Canada. Montreal. Montreal. What is it, 59? 55. Yeah, what's the low? Doesn't matter. Oh. Take a jacket. Oh boy, you'll need a coat. Yeah, You're doing forties. Uh, it's going in the forties. All right, yeah, yeah, better bring. bring I got, I got a, I got a jacket. Bring a light sweater, lo- gloves, or something too. Gloves. Yeah, Ugh. your hands will be cold. Yeah, yeah. So you go. Let's say you're at a UCF game, right? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this before, but refresh my uh, memory. Mm-hmm. So you're at a UCF game. Who did UCF play? Oh, Pittsburgh. That was. So yeah. some people they got the Pitt uh, jersey on, right? Yeah. And then the majority of people, they'd have some kind of UCF jersey on, right? Okay. Uh-huh. Something to identify themselves as a UCF. Uh-huh. Do you go to one of those games, and so let's say you're from uh, Temple. You wear a Temple shirt. Mm. I always found that, uh, you know, I don't like that. <laughs> Wait. Which don't you like? Well, you're, 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 well, it's a game between, let's say, in this particular case, UCF and Pittsburgh, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And somebody's showing up in a in a in a shirt, in you know, a Temple team. University or F- Florida, Florida or right. FSU or I don't care. It's okay. Yeah, I don't like it. You're allowed to support a, a. You're supporting your team. a team. You're not supporting your team. If you were supporting your team, either one, you'd be at that game or you'd be watching it on TV. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. come on. I think yeah. it's bad. I I think it's bad form. I really think there's some bad form there. So you must only wear the shirts, no, or don't wear anything, oh. or or don't identify yourself. Oh, I see. You should yeah. always have your colors. Oh, you're gonna right? get that stink eye. They're saying, "What are you doing here, dude? What are you doing here?" Well, Temple could... University. What are you? Bro, get out of here, bro. The swamp was sold out. I decided to come here instead. Yeah, get lost, bro. Get lost, bro. We're not boofing with you. Yeah, and that's not a gassy word either, right? What? I mean, Kavanaugh said it just means gassy, being gassy. Yeah. So he's such a phony baloney. Oh, that's what he said. I, don't I mean, know. all this stuff in the I'm not sure what it means. Said, Come on. I mean, I mean how, how naive do you think we are? We're a little slow sometimes, but we're not that naive. Or maybe it's just the other way around, but it doesn't make any difference. Oh, I know what it means. What does it not mean? Not gassy. Oh, it's not gassy. Oh, you what? Uh, yeah, we had to... That, what was the other word that he d- said was something else? I mean, a drinking game. Oh, devil's the devil's triangle. Right, which is absolutely not. It's two men and a woman. Oh, tell us what? about it, Drinking? Though. That's no, not drinking. Way. I had to look it up. I didn't know what it meant. But I knew it, what he said wasn't right. Yeah, but you can't look at one another. Who? Yeah, you got oh, to stare the at deal. the ceiling. Huh? You got to stare at the ceiling. Wait, you the, can only high five once. The two men? Yes. Oh, boy. Or so Urban Dictionary says. Okay. Oh, you looked it up, too? So yeah, I don't know. I didn't know. I never, you know, it's like, yeah. well, I wasn't born yesterday, but what the hell? Because there's, no, that's not what oh, it means. Oh, that's what it means. He said it was a drinking game. Yeah, whatever. Like quarters. Of some sorts, or, I guess. Or, um, it's one of those guys probably has a half a beer he's blacked out. Like Mo? Mm, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think he's got Nordic a quite wooden leg. Mm-mm. I don't agree with him. He's got a wooden leg? What? You know, that's an expression for somebody that really drinks it up. Oh, drinks oh, like it up and gets uh, stinking drunk. And then half the time he can't remember what he was doing. Of course he has no memory of a sexual assault. <laughs> just no memory period stop no, there. i mean he gets so yeah. so placid mm-hmm. and plus he's of, of a generation and at a time mm-hmm. when uh this was uh considered sport by men it's just hey what's the big mm-hmm. what's, what's the big deal you know yeah, so yeah. he doesn't remember it made no impact it wasn't traumatic for him it was just you know one of those things may have done it a dozen times may have done it more than that mm-hmm. it's, not, it's just part of the part of the deal of being or they thought in that time, you know, this is part of being a male in, uh, you know, in 1980, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, not even realizing 80s. how traumatic it is upon the person who's being uh, who's being assaulted. As, you know, and then you uh, get these, you know, you get the emails and the responses. And the, well, you know, how maybe she couldn't remember. Maybe she got confused. You don't get confused over something like that, especially if you know the person. If you know that person. Yeah, you've met that person. You're not going to forget that person who assaulted you mm-hmm. any more than you're going to forget the name of the priest who ass raped you behind the Ooh, altar oh. in the diocese. You're not going to, mm. and you're not going to tell anybody about it. You're not going to run to your parents, and you're not going to call as the president thought. Well, why didn't she call the FBI? Number one, you wouldn't call the FBI. <laughs> no, 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 nobody's calling the cops. Nope. Just like these, um, for the most part, young men who are sexually assaulted by their priests. You know, you say, nobody says that about them. That is, that's oh, why didn't you tell somebody? Why didn't you go somewhere? Why didn't you tell your parents? I mean, why didn't you call the Pope? Why didn't you call the FBI? The why didn't you say something? Oh, oh mm. same thing. Mm-hmm. This is element of humiliation and shame. And then thinking, well, it's all your fault. Because that's what the priest is saying. Well, Johnny, you know, don't say anything. Because if you say, God won't be happy if you say anything, and you'll go immediately to hell. 
and you'll burn in the fiery depths of hell for eternity. You don't want that, Johnny. Now, uh, pardon me, I got to zip up my pants. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Phillips File for a Monday, every Monday at this time. Stephen Kramer, attorney of law appears on air with us. Kramer Law Firm, one firm for life. How are you, counselor? How are you guys? I'm doing very well. Let's get uh, going right off the bat because we want to get into other things as well. What's this deal with the retired uh, shock jock talk show host, whatever you want to call him, Don Imus, who was at one time was really at the top of his game and then, Mm -hmm. like many of us do, opened his uh, mouth, but he really opened up and his career went deep sixed. Mm. Yes, except yes. in New York. Maybe. My first experience with Don Imus was, you know, when I was I was still a kid, and Private Parts came out, and let's just say uh, Howard Stern did not seem to be a big fan of Don Imus. Right. But uh, so he just got sued in an age discrimination lawsuit, and he got sued by Warner Wolf. Warner uh, Wolf, oh, yeah. yeah. Warner Wolf just to do sports with Don. That's right. Imus. He's the let's go to the videotape yep. guy, and he, he filed a lawsuit in New York in February, and basically what he said is. Uh, that legend Imus routinely made inappropriate comments about his age and would not give Wolf a new contract after he moved to Florida. Oh. And he got, he said he got replaced by a sportscaster decades younger, even after he was willing to contribute remotely, even after he's willing to reduce his salary, mm. and that these, these actions in totality constituted age discrimination. What I, the court quickly shut that down and. Uh, on what grounds? Well, I basically what the judge said is uh, that the statements were just um, random statements here or there, and that the only statements that were relevant were made by Imus, who's a member of the same protected class. Oh. Basically, he said is you know you, you know because Imus is in the same class because Imus is seventy eight years old and you're eighty years old. You know how how can Imus really be um, you know charged? Or, or I guess, found to be discriminatory when he's in the same protected class and he's just making statements off the cuff here or there. So, judge shut that down pretty, pretty quick. That was basically the judge's way of saying that Imus is older too. Boy, he really went downhill. I don't mean, phys- I mean, he's he gone downhill really... physically, but he's never looked good. No, he looked bad no, when he was young. That's got, right. Uh... He was always sort of homely looking. Yeah, and then he got thrown from that horse, and then you know had some other prostate cancer, I think, and some other things going on. So, but yeah, no, he looked he looked twenty years he looked seventy when he's fifty. Yeah, yeah, he had bad skin or something. I don't know what it was. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had that incredible fall from grace, right? He said some stuff about black well, people. Well, he was on the top of the world. Two things happened to him. He was the key keynote keynote speaker, the main speaker. At uh, what do you call it? The president's dinner, the correspondence dinner, oh, White yeah, House yeah. correspondence dinner, bombed. Oh no way! Big time. I don't remember that. And but does then, that really end your career? Well, I mean, listen, we saw Letterman bomb but, at the Oscars, and yeah, no, 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 yeah, but you're playing, yeah, but you're playing. Number one, you're playing to a different crowd. Number two, uh, Imus at that particular point in time was really at the top of the uh, top of the mountain. That's why they picked him to mm-hmm. be. You know the master of ceremonies at the White House Correspondence Center, and he just went. I mean, he was just terrible. Mess, huh? And then it wasn't too too much longer later that he got into uh, into you know the comments that he made about the the basketball the female the basketball girls. team, mm-hmm. or you know the, the hair and this and that, nappy or something is what he said, right? Yeah, just some mm-hmm. you know made some rude to remark know about better. Their hair. I mean, 
sometimes you know better, sometimes you don't know better in this line of business, and uh, sometimes you say inappropriate things and you're uh, you're called on it. And other times you say inappropriate things and it, who knows? But uh, he got caught in the ringer. He got caught in the ringer because he was so well known because it was at that time. Oh my God! Did you hear what Don Imus had to say? Mm-hmm. And Imus, as far as now, nobody even says that. I mean, but it, Imus, as far as being viewed by the literary, let's say, or the you know the, the fourth estate and people in power, you know they, you know they would use Imus to to go on the air. Not so much, not so much. Howard. He's more of an afterthought now. I mean, I, it, this to even find this article is you know you have to be interested. You have to be looking for it. This is nothing that's going to make the news. And certainly, yeah. you're, you're right. Twenty years ago, completely different, different story. They sold that cancer ranch and all that kind of stuff. That Howard always said it was just a way to make some money, as opposed to really caring about cancer kids. I don't know one way or the other. Yeah, Stuart definitely had some Durder. bad blood with yeah. Imus. His wife Durder. Howard and would always refer to his wife as Durder. Durder. What was her was name? Deirdre. 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 Durder. And he called her Durder. Howard would always refer to as Durder. Well, as imitating, uh, you yeah. know, Imus and their kid, Wyatt, who was, you know, insipid little kid. You know, he, he was on there and he trotted his kid out there on his All program. the time. You know, it was like, you wanted to just mm, mm. grab him, give him a little shake. Well, you know, the kid. That you was know, fine. But, but then the good. wife, you know, said, ah, we're just eating vegetarian food. We no. do some that. Well, I saw that kid all growing up now. And he hasn't been eating vegetarian. Oh, is that so? <laughs> What are you trying to say? Oh, so, oh, oh. I do remember. I mean, he's a big strapping kid. She yeah. made me feel so guilty because I didn't use all green cleaning <laughs> yeah. products. Remember that? Yeah. She had this whole thing. She created all of these clean, not pine salt, but, you know, like any kind of 409. Her own what, brand. Her own brand. Yeah, her own uh, brand. Yeah, from the, from the ranch. I felt so guilty. I was like kind a poison. precursor to the Honest Company, I'm right? I'm poisoning my children. I'm poisoning my... That's how I felt for so long when I would watch. I'm like, oh my God, I'm Frankly, the worst she was mother probably ever. ahead of her time. I watched him, True. not because I liked him oh, so much, but I he always would have so good bad. guests on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he'd yeah, always yeah. have good people. People and That's whether they're politicians or journalists, and mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. he could, unlike was, a Scarborough Morning Joe, at least Imus could ask a question that mm-hmm. shut the hell up for uh, a while. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, um, yeah. Scarborough doesn't really uh, let the interviewee uh, answer, does he? No, he doesn't ever. His, put a, his, he never puts a question. His mark question on. now averages. I've been doing. Believe it or not, You've been timing it. Stop it averages out. Yeah. His question now averages twenty-two seconds long mm. to ask a question. Stop it. So there are basically every question he asks is rhetorical. No matter what he question he asks, never punctuates. There's a very good chance that within a certain amount of time he'll he'll say, "Wait a minute, wait a minute." Talking, you know, the person's <laughs> answering the question. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me just. It just drives me absolutely. And it never. I do respect that he reads quite a bit because it doesn't matter what the obscure book is. He's he's always got some book that he's read. Well, he's not he's not stupid. He okay. writes great okay. columns for the Washington Post and mm-hmm. whatever. He's got some experience in Washington. He's connected. Uh, but boy, oh boy, sometimes on that, you know, and then Mika, she just kind of. What? She wasn't and she's pretty today. good when she's by herself. Mm-hmm. So the. Uh, she's home with the chickens. Yeah. She's got those damn chickens. She does. They might have a pig, too. Yeah, I, I think, think they, they might have a, a potbelly pig or something. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. the chickens are kind of a big thing right now. Yeah. What else you got? Anything? Well, I mean, this is kind of the reckoning for the Me Too era. All these lawsuits are starting. They're they're t- 
they're kind of developing. We're seeing the, some resolutions come out. We're seeing some of them are kind of just getting started. Of course, we saw Cosby get you know convicted again. I would just like time. to hereby uh, apologize for something I never did, Him? but I'm I'm apologizing anyway. No, I'm apologizing. The general a proclam- it's a the general world. proclamation. I'm apologizing. What? All right. Well, uh, Kevin Spacey is uh, the latest celebrity to uh, to now face the courtroom mm-hmm. consequences of the, some of the allegations. He just got a claim against him from a massage therapist. He says that in 2016, this massage therapist says that uh, Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. was uh, he was giving him a massage, and he and Kevin Spacey told him he was having some discomfort in his groin. Oh, stop! And he it. laid down on the just table face it. up, and Spacey forced the man's hand to his quote testicles. Oh my! God. According to the complaint, seriously, and oh, that's nothing in Spacey's world. Pardon? No. That's nothing in Spacey's world, apparently. Judy Dench just came out and gave a big statement about, you know, how it was not right to remove Kevin Spacey from this movie and replace him with Christopher Plummer. And I guess Kevin Spacey had held an important part in her life. Yeah. Plummer Uh was uh, nominated for an Academy Award in that movie. Is that that an FU to to Spacey giving Plummer the nomination? I don't think they gave him the nomination. It was because Plummer was good. Okay, I mean, there, there, there's probably that more cynical take, which might be, well, you know, maybe. are they giving him a little extra credit because it's, uh, you know, shutting out somebody you think who's he'll ever accused? Come back to anything? I, I'm wondering what is going to happen to a lot of these people. Do any of them ever come back? Because we've certainly seen a huge you know, variety in the spectrum of of activities. I mean, from Bill Cosby with you know, allegedly raping and drugging, you know, up to 60 women and being convicted for rape, you know, to, to uh, Gar- Garrison Keillor for touching a woman on the back when she was grieving and, you know, that being deemed as inappropriate. And certainly, and everything in between. I mean, James Gunn going down from directing the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie for, for some tweets and bad jokes that he that he made 10 years ago and and everything in between. If so I asked a question to any man, and the, and the question was, did you ever have sex with uh, with a person without their consent? Can I call the if they said yes? Can I call them a rapist? If they had sex without, if I said, have you ever consent, had yes. sex with without a person's consent, male or female? Mm. And if they say, well, yeah, you must have their then consent. I, then I could say, well, you're a rapist. How does that differ? If they don't yeah. give consent, then it's not. If it's non consensual sex, that is that is sex abuse, and not. And and they must no, be I'm capable of giving a, I'm consent. Just, I'm just saying, in a, in a by the by, in just a conversation, said, you know, have you ever been in a situation where you took advantage of a woman, sexual advantage of a woman without her consent? And if they, well, yeah, then you're a rapist. If the woman, if the if anybody doesn't give consent, I'm just talking on a, on a, on a, yeah, all right. I just want to make that clear. So if you're thinking about it right now, drive it along. And if you've ever had, uh, if you ever had sex with with someone without their consent, either either they were drunk or you got them drunk or they were drugged or you got them drugged or you forced yourself on somebody. And uh, if you can honestly say to yourself, you, you did, then you have to you have to say that you were you were a rapist. Well, I mean, of course, we're seeing that shake out right now. There was just the arrest a couple weeks ago that UCF football player. I'm guilty of a lot of things, but that's not one of them. Who was with a woman and the allegation Have you ever is, done that, though? I mean, because of the Me Too movement, you do that, uh, you know, you put the tape in reverse and you start thinking, okay, okay, okay. And you, you, you're trying with all, your, with all the effort, mental uh, effort that you can to recall anything where you might have said, geez, I don't know. Have you? 
Never had a question. Counselor, please that. answer the question. No, I just wondered. <laughs> I think most. I think the majority of men have. Probably said, you know, trying to recall if at any moment, you know, in time when you were a young man. Hopefully, or what, what, hopefully you don't have to ever wonder whether you didn't have consent from somebody. I think a lot of men. I think a lot of men have. That's disturbing. Until it's brought to their attention. And, and I think a lot of men have had uh, have had. Uh, I, I don't and like lack to re- of physical resistance does not constitute consent. By the way, I don't like to refer to it as sex because there's no consent. But it's, I mean, but if you have forced yourself upon somebody without their consent, you don't even they, have to force. If it, their failure to physically resist you does not does not make the conduct proper either. Meaning, I don't know whether you could have said that 10 years ago. There's always a power I don't know if you could there, have said that 20 know? years ago. I mean, ago. that's been codified in the law for quite a long time. I'm not talking about the law. I'm talking about moral behavior. I'm talking about, about appropriate and inappropriate behavior. But there that is a, where the law and morality line up. There was up. a time in this country when you would look the other way. It was no big deal. Was, yeah, go get them, bro. Yeah. Then I've been... Well, we're in a different culture I'm, now. Benefit of I'm growing not, up I'm not life, disagreeing with you, but no. if, you, if you're a man in your 40s or your 50s, your sixties or seventies right. or older. I wonder whether men well look back in time and ask yourself if you were ever in a situation where you so called took advantage of somebody, and maybe at the nope. time you said, "Hey, that's okay. It's part of the culture." Well, if you did, you're a rapist. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Stephen Kramer, attorney of laws, with us as he normally is on Mondays. What else you got there, counselor? Wheel. You want the legal stuff or the fun stuff? Well, give me yes. some fun stuff. Fun stuff. So uh, <laughs> I'm doing. I I hesitate to bring this up because I know Uh-oh. I know you're going to make fun of this. What? But oh, now I don't I now I'm paying attention. I know. <laughs> I I've started my mm-hmm. annual Halloween tradition of watching scary movies. Of watching scary movies. Oh, I love that. I started this weekend. Uh huh. Okay. You don't you don't like scary movies that much. I'm not crazy about them. I, I don't mean, like that I've genre seen at enough all. of them, but I'm not. I don't flock to the theater to see a scary movie. These are not all scary. These are not like all horror movies. Some of them are spooky. Some of them are fun. Scary. Did the Lost Boys? I remember the Lost Boys. Do you remember the best scene in that movie? No. Does anybody remember the best when, scene in that movie? The best Lost Boys. Isn't that skull? subjective? No. How do you know what yeah. the best scene is to the you? Is different than the best scene, scene. hands down, oh, is when they're at the boardwalk. Like the amusement park, and there's a band playing, and there's a dude that's got like Fabio hair, and his body, his shirt is off, he's oiled up, and he's like a bodybuilder guy. That's fabulous. His hair's in a ponytail, and he starts like dancing, gyrating shoulders, and he's got a saxophone, and he's uh, and that is the best part in the movie. What? So that's hot. Does it get better? No, or? it's just super cheesy. The guy's oh, like cheesy. oiled up doing a saxophone solo with tons of reverb on it mm. and uh, doing the dance. And it makes me wonder if one day I'll look back at my band and uh, think, uh, think of myself as that guy with a saxophone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with your teased hair and your shoulder pads. Did you have teased hair? I did not have teased uh-huh. hair or shoulder pads. No, but, you I was, know, you, you were sure in the you didn't hair? have shoulder pads? I'm positive. I was about a decade and a half too late for those. So what are you watching on TV? Anything? I am. Uh, I'm watching Better Call Saul tonight. Better Call Saul tonight. What do you think? All caught up. Yeah, I'm, I'm very concerned about they... Kim. <laughs> they keep I say saying this. this. Oh, what? Oh, what? Yeah. Let me make the observation. Please see do. If, see if you agree with mm-hmm. me. Based Absolutely. on the last episode, Kim is a very qualified corporate attorney. 
Yes. I mean, she's she's her star is rising. There's no question about that. She's a rock star. Exactly. Agreed. She's a rock star. But that's not how Kim gets off, mm-hmm. so to speak. No, it's not. Kim likes the the deal with yeah. Jimmy. That's what gets her excited she about likes life. She likes Jimmy. Right? Mm-hmm. She and likes playing she, with fire. She you know, she's uh, she's the, she's the she's the person who likes the bad boy with the motorcycle. She's self-destructive. You know, it's the Peggy Sue got married thing. Mm-hmm. All right, and so, so she's great so, movie. so she uh, yeah, very good movie. I don't know if it's a great movie. I like it. But she uh, so cash. she's looking to score. She wants she wants the action, right? Mm-hmm. She did say at the end of the episode, wasn't it? You know, like let's do well, it again. Let's do it again. So and then she plants a big, you know, kiss on Jimmy's face, and so because it turns her on, exactly. But so I'm the, concerned. I'm somewhere along the line. So I think something happens to her. There's two things we have to know that we knew from the moment the show started that almost like within a couple episodes, you knew two things had to happen. One is Jimmy had to something had to happen with his relationship with Chuck, and something has to happen with his relationship with with Kim because those two people cannot exist simultaneously with Saul Goodman. Those relationships have to end one way or another. That's my theory. So she take off? Never I don't know. to be heard from again? I thought there would be a falling out, but now I think it could be much more bank? grim. Is there, does, she, uh, does she get caught into some kind of scam where she, you know just doesn't end up very well for her? I think it could yeah. be more grim. I think... You're feeling that too? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Because I it's got to be something that launches him into being this completely different person. And that's the thing that or we maybe do she it. gets, I don't know, but she's not heard from again. Mm. I she, don't know. You know who else is not heard from who's not in Breaking Bad? Nacho. He's I not, know. He's the one I worry about. He's not Which in Breaking Bad. Nacho. I don't worry about Nacho. I mean, Nacho's, you know, I mean, Which one is Nacho. Nacho! Oh, come on, Mo. Come on! Do you watch the show? Nacho's yeah, the one with the, with the goatee. Nacho's the one that... He's uh, Hector's right-hand man. Exactly. The one who tried to kill him. But there's an expectation oh. of that because what he does for a living. Yeah, we don't know with, what happens with, with Cam. Cam. It's like, oh, oh what Cam? Don't, don't do that. Don't play with fire. There were so oh. many ways that little scheme they had could have gone downhill, right? Mm-hmm. So many ways. Anyway. That whole thing with the phones. Oh, that was great. I thought that was a you know. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was a little bit this close to jumping the shark. Yeah, I agree. Why so many phones? You don't need that many. Put a couple phone numbers. Well, the same reason he had all the letters from all. I thought it was a stretch. I thought you had to cover it just in case. Also, I I think there was a way of. I don't think if that would be that compelling to a prosecutor. You could, that you could, been you half, could get around that. No, because, I don't think it was that compelling. I thought it was a stretch. I didn't think it was that compelling either. If I'm a prosecutor, I don't know that that, so just because there's some letters from Podunk, Louisiana that come in, <laughs> I don't know that I'm changing my, my position. I thought it was good for a TV show, but it was yeah, like, I yeah, get, yeah. you could get around this anyway. Yeah, Anything I, else? I saw Jane Fonda's documentary. Did you? Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> you like Jane Fonda. I've always liked Jane Fonda. Okay. That's Even during right. her, you know, awful political I've... craziness. Well, yeah. I mean, the Vietnam thing is, I mean, you, you know, it's tough. But I but that that's what makes people human. It's I mean, like my... you have, you know, it's one day at a time. You make, you have good days and then you make a, another day where you make very bad decisions mm-hmm. for yourself. In hindsight, you look back at your life, say, what the hell was I thinking? What the hell was I doing? Mm-hmm. And pe- people are like that. Uh, but I've I've always liked her. I've always liked her movies. I've always liked her. 
So I don't have all the context because, you know, it's like my mom but, used to tell me, I lived history, you're reading about but it. But let me just say this about that. If I was a Vietnam veteran, Bingo. I could have a very different view of Jane Fonda than I do, but I'm not a Vietnam veteran. I know. I had a close and, not, and there's not every, not every Vietnam veteran has the same view of Jane Fonda. I had a close friend whose father was a vet, and he'd been, uh, he'd been in the S. And he had very, very strong feelings about her. I can her. understand that. Very but there strong. were other uh, Vietnam veterans who, uh, who were paralyzed, who were shot, who were wounded, who had a different mm. view of Jane Fonda yes. and her activities as it related to the Vietnam War. So mm. He was wounded physically, and he carried the scars of the war, well, and he I, had strong feelings I, about I could it. see that, but if yeah. that's not... It's not for me to say. I can't. I'm, I didn't live in that in that world. I can so tell that's you a world that I can't connect to. Mm. I did like her a lot in Barbarella. Mm-hmm. Well, wow, what's wow, not wow. to like Ooh. there? I did like her a lot in Clute. Clute sure changed uh, hairstyles. Yeah, that was a great. She had great style in that movie. Mm. Great style. What was a the great start movie. of the shag. Everybody had to have a shag after that movie. That <laughs> was. She looked great in that movie. There was great style. Just really cool style. At China Syndrome, I liked her in that too. And nine to five. I mean, who doesn't like nine oh, to five? Sure. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Danny Coleman, go. the 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 chauvinist pig goes down. Oh boy, here Take we go. Take it easy, Stephen. Seriously, yes. so you're banging on the desk. Easy. You're doing okay. a Kavanaugh. Settle down, you. They press the button. They're doing on another the nine to five. Finch over here. What's that? They're doing another nine to five. They don't need to. How I'm just saying they're doing perfection. See, some people don't think you should do it over. They're not doing it over. They're coming back to it. It's in. It's nine. It's oh. the characters. Some of the characters later on. Lily right. Tomlin's in it, okay right? With I don't Spoiler. know who's in it. All no, I, I know she's... is they're trying to do. You know, that's okay. I'm okay. Not with a that. remake, but all let's right. I'm with follow you. the characters that were back. Okay, it's like remaking Sunset Boulevard. You ever going to make it as good as it was? No, I would agree. Exactly. There's just there will never movies. be another William Holden oh, in his prime. That's right. There's just some movies. They should be left at that moment I, in history. I would agree with you. I, I tend to agree. But it's, this is not a remake. It's tough to come back to those characters that, you know, years years, years and years later. I mean, it hit a certain nerve at a certain time. But uh, uh, it could be cool. It could be cool. You can't make Chinatown again. Why not? No. What? Oh, excuse me. No, what does that mean? Chinatown, yeah. a classic motion picture. You can't anyway. You could make you could make that again any more than you can make Gone with the Wind. That's right. I agree. I did watch my. Uh, I watched. You can make it, but it's like. Speaking of Chinatown, directed by Roman Polanski, that was one of my first scary movies. Was The Ninth Gate. I don't know what that movie is. It's Roman. You like Chinatown? You like Rosemary's Baby? Yeah, that scary. was scary as all get out. You like Oliver? The, uh, the Ninth Gate's another spooky, scary movie. I don't know what that movie is. You, you got to get the holiday spirit of Halloween a little bit. Don't you feel like you should watch at least one spooky movie or a couple? Starting October 1st? Yeah. He does start October 1st. Except you started before October 1st. Well, I started you started the, watching yeah, scary yeah. movies for <laughs> Halloween it's before October. Well, Ooh, you cheated. Mm-hmm. So right. what's going to... I could give you, you know... Couple, right. Give couple me a list, list and yeah. uh, be movies I probably won't watch. Thank you, Stephen Kramer. <laughs> All right. It's always fun. Yeah. Yeah, we love talking to you. <laughs> yeah, Stephen Kramer, attorney law. Kramer Law Firm, one firm for life. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Going to check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A funeral home in Minnesota has been fined for storing jars of applesauce in the embalming room. I have heard the dead people pickle juice gives applesauce better flavor, but this confirms it. Next. KFC is getting into the professional gaming industry because, why not? That sounds finger flicking good or something.
Finally, a Florida man who admitted biting his dog to establish dominance over the animal has pleaded guilty to a felony charge. Dog bites man. Not news. Man bites dog. News. Headlines were brought to you by iHeartRadio. Whether you say Alexa or OK Google, you should always say Play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. End transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407 916 1041. From. Let's file for a uh, Monday. Thanks to Stephen Kramer, attorney at law, for joining us. Yeah, Mo, what do you got? Your girl, Lindsay Lohan, is in the news again. Hey, up. She is at the center of a new scandal. <gasps> Friday night while in Moscow, yeah. uh, Lindsay live-streamed a bizarre incident I from her own Instagram account, mm-hmm. even catching the moment that she was literally hit in the face. Oh, boy. The live stream began with Lindsay approaching a family on the streets. She identified them as Syrian refugees and speaking in an Arabic accent. Lindsay Lohan asked this family if they wanted to spend the night in a hotel mm. only to eventually accuse the family of human trafficking. Mm. So she went on to say she needed to take the children with her to protect them. But when she reached for one boy's hand, the mother quickly reacted by punching her right in the face. <laughs> you leave that face alone. That's the face no. of a future Academy Award winner. Mm. <laughs> Not, not, don't not touch my kid, pow. Not the face. Yeah, don't touch my kid, pow. And, and that, she hit her right in the face. That's one of my three. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Earned two uh, tiger bets. Yesterday. Tiger says Tiger is oh. uh, blaming himself for the loss of the Ryder Cup. Is he? Yep. So this is all his fault. So humble. Mm-hmm. 
we may not have had Kanye West to kick around after the premiere over the weekend of Saturday Night Live. It wasn't even supposed to be Kanye. They invited Ariana Grande to be the host, the musical host, Jim. Yeah. And at the last minute, the show creator, Lorne Michaels, revealed in a podcast she was all set to go. What happened? But then dropped out for what she called emotional reasons, and Kanye stepped in. She also said she's not going to be touring for a while. She's had some problems. Right. Uh, you know, after her ex-boyfriend, some rapper died from well, the... she's now engaged Mac to... Pete Davidson. Yeah, who's on the show. Right. He talked about her during yeah. Weekend Update or whatever. To who? Yeah. Pete, Pete Davidson. Davidson. Oh, I thought you said Prince Davidson. Davidson. Uh, who is that? No, I don't know him. Prince Davidson. I say. No. No, no, no. Did you hear? Did you see or hear any of the Global Citizens concert from Central Park? No, I did not. Uh, lots of very good music, and what a crowd. There were, I don't know, it seemed like 100,000 people there. I have no idea how many yeah, people. Yeah, Central Park, packed. what else are you going to do? Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people thought they heard gunfire, so people started running. People are so on edge nowadays. Yeah. The NYPD says a loud bang they all heard yeah, and started at, running. after Las Vegas. Who wouldn't right. be on edge? Ended up being a barrier that fell over, and police had to take to the stage to calm everybody down. People heard bang, and they thought it was guns, and they ran. Reading a story today about uh, two twin brothers who are on the Las Vegas Police Department and uh, their mental trials and tribulations that they're going through a year later. Mm. Yeah, they're just, yeah, people really get, I don't mean in a, in a, in a flip way, but you, people get screwed up yeah, over these kind of events. Mm. You see this kind of horrific things going on and. I know. Come on, and, people. And you can't help but be on edge if you're in a group setting and all of a sudden you hear a loud noise. It's like, whoa. Well, these no. are first responders sure. who are there oh, yeah, and yeah. they're trying to get to the bad guy and they're trying to help the people who are injured. In one case, one of the brothers was wounded. Uh, he had a piece of uh, piece of bullet fragment in his neck Ooh. that they that they got out, but he's got some kind of nerve condition where he has a it's a constant headache. Wow! So he can't wear his sunglasses in a particular way. He can't wear his uh, his cap in a particular way mm-hmm. because it just aggravates the pain brought on by this one little fragment of a bullet that lodged against a nerve in his neck mm-hmm. they say he's going to live with this for the rest of his life can you imagine having a migraine you know close to a migraine headache for the rest mm-hmm. of your life nope and i know besides the, the mm-hmm. mental imagery that you're going through whether it's las vegas or pulse or anywhere else mm-hmm. yeah i know Gracious. you occasionally have watched uh prize fighting I like and prize for fighting. the last 45 years I, most people went to hbo boxing do yeah. you know that their last fight forever after 45 years is at the end of October? Oh, no kidding. Yeah, first fight Why was Frazier that? and somebody. Oh, I know what I was going to Yeah, so it's all over. They are oh, yeah, done with We're boxing. supposed to remind you something. Don't forget. Oh, right. I, I forget what it was. Though. Wait, where? Yeah, in the oh, beginning. I was the bacon. Oh, yeah. Oh, but bacon. that's not it. The prize fight, <laughs> the last one, the middleweight fight, yeah. I noticed something, and uh, and – and I'm predicting that this is the beginning of the United States of this coming to an end. No ring girls. Oh. No. No they ring girls. They never had the, this is round one, and they walk around. No ring the, girls. Oh. They pretty much brought that to an end in uh, Great Britain. Kind of sexist, right? Yeah, that's the idea. As a matter of fact, a guy used to put on darts, believe it or not, darts uh, tournaments are huge televised events in Great Britain. Mm. Darts, you say? Yeah. And uh, the person who's the promoter, the biggest promoter of these tournaments, besides darts, other sporting events, and I can't remember his rationale for this, whether he just said this is a sea change, 
and I'm going to get out of the curve here. And he said, because they would have, you know, girls holding up the signs. Or right. But there were no ring girls at that middleweight fight. That was a pretty damn good fight, too. Hmm. Canelo versus Triple G. G-G-G. Yeah, yeah, don't, just a reminder, don't. Don't bring your feet together when you're moving. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you're jabbing with your right, you move to your right. You move to your right. You move to your right. Mm-hmm. Well, don't draw that. Uh, don't draw that hind leg up to the front because if you get hit, you're going to topple over. Yeah, you have no base. Yeah, you have no balance. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, makes sense. Thank you. No, thank, thank you. you. It's like a uh, traffic cone. No traffic cone you regular. Need a base. Yeah, but if you turn the traffic cone upside down on its point, there you go. No, it's not working. There you go. There's the analogy. I love you, Jim. Let's play some PPT, person, place, a thing. You're talking about yourself What's in the, the third prize? person. I do all the time. Oh, boy. Especially when I'm shaving. You, look you are nice. You looking. are looking sharp. What's the prize for PPT? <laughs> it's a about? pair of tickets to Classic Albums Live, The Beatles. Help at Hard Rock Live Friday, this Friday, October 5th. Go to realradio.fm keyword concerts for more. There you go. Let's get it underway. Larry, you're first up. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. Uh, person. All right, a person. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. Clue number one, this person found independence as a youngster via interest in music, reading, and history. Um, George Washington. George Washington. That's your final answer? Yeah. No, nice try, though. Oof. Appreciate the effort. There's James. Clue number two, James. After failing to get into West Point due to poor eyesight, he enlisted in the National Guard by memorizing the eye chart. Eye chart. Hello. Hey, clever. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, this person found independence as a youngster of the interest in music, reading, and history. After failing to get into West Point due to poor eyesight, he enlisted in the National Guard by memorizing the eye chart. Um, I would say Eisenhower. Eisenhower, okay, Eisenhower. That's your final answer? No, it's not Eisenhower. Closer than Washington, though. Here is uh, Paul, clue number three, Paul. His bio can be found on the website whitehouse.gov. Hmm. Hmm. Bad eyesight. Yeah, the first clue was probably better. It's first found independence as a youngster. Mm. The interest in music, reading, and history. Mm-hmm. Key word there. Independence. You, you stressed independence. Is that what you meant? I'm Paul. Need an answer, buddy. Uh, no. true. What? Truman. Truman. You That's said. your final answer. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Truman. Yeah. Very Truman. There you go. Oh, from indep- oh see, I, I was totally on time to look it up. But if you did, that's okay. Clinton uh, four. Okay. After ascending to the presidency, he dropped a bomb by not having a veep until his second <laughs> term. I get it. <laughs> Clue number five, here's the show me clue. Number 33 was true to his word by desegregating the U.S. Armed Forces. Harry S. Truman. The buck stops here. That's uh, mm-hmm. what he said. Or that's the plaque. Sign he had on, on his... the desk, yeah. Sign here. No, no. Sign buck, buck stops here. <laughs> yeah, that's what it said. Mm-hmm. What else? <laughs> Oh, don't leave your kids in a hot car, all oh, right? Thank you. Oh, man. Friday, two kids, one in Orlando, another in Sanford. Uh, perished because uh, either forgetfulness or yeah. it, you think you'll be in for a minute and you end up you know a you're right of... back. Well, one uh, she w- was on her way to work supposedly you know usually drops the kid off right. at the daycare but didn't do it didn't see it even though she had one of those mirrors in the back where you see the baby yeah 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 I don't know 
Mm-hmm. Doesn't take long. No, people think, well, maybe it's not 90 anymore. Maybe it's only 85. No. And, Worst no, it, nightmare, though. Of course. Oof. Yeah, I think Jack forgot his kids on the roof that one time. But, well, you know, it was the roof. Not, they were at least they had some air. They were doing work. They were cleaning the gutter. The rain didn't help. Oh. But <laughs> that's what reminds you that the gutter needs cleaning, people. Mm-hmm. The rain or the kids on your roof? Well, I, I yeah. was safe. I tied a rope, and it went over the peak, and they each did one side. So Seems one reasonable. couldn't fall off because they were tied to the other they kid. They counterbalanced one another. Absolutely. It's like uh, you learned that from you know watching climbers on Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. You know, one falls, the other one braces. But you have to remember in mountain climbing, mm-hmm. if you have two climbers, yeah, and you're on ropes, yes, and uh, and one topples over, and gling, gling, you, you got to cut them loose, right? There can be a time when the only way to save yourself is by cutting the other person loose. You you got to, and the other climber has to know that. You have to know that going in, bro. Let's get this straight, bro. <laughs> if you, you start make, falling, you got to make that clear right from what? the get-go. All right. Sounds a little harsh. Well, I'm not jumping yeah, because you... you're dangling. Mm-hmm. I'm not the one who fell. I'm well, not that's... jumping because you're dangling. It's part of a team <laughs> sport. You can't just jettison well, the what other. What do you guy. want me to do? Well, I, I can't know. lift you. You can't. I can't lift you. Mm-hmm. The only way that I can survive is by so, you dying. Oh. Well, that doesn't sound like it. Well, one That's for fair. all and so all for one. So what you're saying, you want me to sacrifice my no. life? This is a one for all and all for one. Where's well, we the made all an for agreement one? at the get-go. Remember? I got it right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On this piece of I paper. I see that. Look at that paper. Wait yeah. a minute. It's in my parka. Hold on. Oh, okay. Well, there it is. And you it. signed right down. It says, I'm going to jettison you if you fall down. It says down. Pinkman. Mm-hmm. I didn't write that. I bet you Jack wrote it for me. What? He always wants me to fall off a mountain. Brother. No. So if you had to let him go, mm. Pinkman, yeah. if you had to yeah. cut the rope, okay, I'd cut it myself. Or so if you, you were dangling, would you say, dangling. would you say, just cut it? Yeah, just cut it whenever. Don't, I don't want you to count down. Three, no two, countdown, one. all right? Oh, oh, oh. No. Just, Any last words? Are you sure, bro? Or would you do, <laughs> all right, you want me to count down? Three, cut two, now. cut. Ah, before ah. you get to one. <laughs> Can't the dangling person cut the rope themselves? That would be the best way. That way it absolves you of dangling them. Per- dangling person's not going to do that. No, I, they I'll have to. No. They have dangling to save you. You can't put that guilt on me. Here, take my knife. No. Catch. Uh, no. Oh! It's not going to happen. Oh, it goes down the behind. Damn it. Oh. Now what? Now you're stuck with the guy. So I'm, through it. I'm dangling. I cut the rope, say sayonara, start base jumping, deploy parachute, float away safely. Hmm. There's no parachute. Oh, there, there isn't a parachute. Yeah, you can parachute right into a crevasse. <laughs> right into your crevasse. <laughs> then hey, then, hey, you're, hey, then you're 150 feet down in between walls of ice. That's hey, not going to do you any good. Better crevasse than dead ass. That's what I said. Oh, boy. <laughs> Wise guy. <laughs> Say, I'd cut him. I, I, you know, I would You'd just get cut I'd push him and cut him. And yeah. Just because he's a wise ass. Uh-huh, see. Mm-hmm. How rude. Didn't we agree? We no did. wise ass cracks. Yeah, you know, while we're uh, while then, we're climbing, boom. and then you hear <laughs> they're cutting right through, and you go falling out. Forget it. I'm not going with any of you people anywhere dangerous because at the first sign of weakness, bam, they cut you loose. You make an agreement agree right from the get go. No, I think that's awful. Shame, shame, shame. So, well, then you can't go climb. Well, what do you want to say? Just you're going to dangle. Somebody, gonna... no, it's all one for all and all for one. 
So you'd we rather two people die than we one. We have to help each other. We have to so, figure out a way to make no this. There's no helping. This there has to be a way start. to make this work. I'm sorry. There is no help. There's a way to make all it right, work. All right, I'll give it another 30 minutes, all right? We've been, you've been dangling there for two hours. I've been holding on here for two hours. We've been thinking this thing through. There's got to be a way. That giving up is not an option. And letting me, you know, jettisoning me so I go crashing to my death and squash like a bug well, is not an like either. what would you like me to do? Because well, I I've thought through all the options and you haven't come up, come up with anything. It's your life, so you make a decision. What do you want to do here? I want you to help me. Pull me up. I can't. <laughs> You've got to do better than that. I broke I my arm. Oh, I don't believe that. Second. No. Well, look, the bone is sticking right through the Oh, God, it here. is, isn't it? Mm. Got to make a decision. Mm-mm. I've got a family at home. Yeah, I have a family. Moira has to get home to watch the news because she can't let it happen without that's her. That's correct. I have fear so of missing out. if she perished, out. there would be no yeah. news. Well, that may be right. Maybe you could start swinging back and forth. Yeah, and then get close to the woman. Hold on at the last second like that. No, yeah. because the rope rubbing against a rock would cut, and then uh, she'd splat. Yeah, or but at least you're giving it a try, right? Right, that's right. You have to do everything in your power. You can climb yeah. up the rope. Oh, I'm terrible at that, oh, but like I could try. Class. Oh, so you want me to pull you up, uh-huh. but you're not willing to climb up. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like the um, the Roadrunner. <laughs> you know, they go, or the Wiley Coyote. You go off there and poof, you get you have a puff of smoke. Yeah, I'm cutting that rope. No. Yeah, oh, that's just rude. I wouldn't be mad if you cut the rope. A good climber would cut his own. Yeah. You yell going down. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for nothing! Right. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. It's just wrong. <laughs> Cut me out loose. It's wrong. Well, let's get out of here. Good show today. Thank you very much. Back tomorrow, Tuesday edition of The File, including Fritz on the Street tomorrow at 6. That's tomorrow at 6, but we come back at 3. Right after Sean, he's the news junkie with Sabrina and Celine. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next. Tonight, eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth. 